Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake. Thank you for tuning in and or watching. This is the Toxin Crocs podcast. I'm your host. And of course, we have Chris and Stacy as co-hosts. And we also have our guest, Ra. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's from our game, Friday night game nights. Is, yeah. Go introduce yourself. Well, hello. I'm John. I met these nerds from gaming a very long time ago. I met this man a very long time ago. About like a week ago. <laughs> very like long two time. weeks ago, wasn't it? Like two Somewhere and a half, that. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I honestly I don't remember the small details, but <laughs> sometime within the last month. Sometime within the last month. And I play a kobold Ra. He is a very lovable scamp who will stab you in your shins. <laughs> That is all I have with him so far. <laughs> yeah. It brought a whole new aspect to that game, and I really enjoyed it. I know Shawnee did, too. The whole way home, we were just talking about it and laughing. And how... Wow, anybody else hear that? That's yeah. backing up think, really well. I think that came through the microphone. Is that a semi? That was you loud. Us, uh, Meals on Wheels. Is here, uh, <laughs> wow. DoorDash. <laughs> no, not DoorDash. Not DoorDash? No. I don't like DoorDash. There it's was too one expensive. time. Way too it's expensive. too expensive. The last time I ordered DoorDash, the only time I ordered DoorDash was I it was years ago and I ordered pad thai, a single dish of pad thai. It was snowing out, that's fair. Where from, John? So I ordered this from Sticky Rice. Okay. Sticky Rice Man, he's a very very good restaurant in Grand Island. Not sponsored. Not not, <laughs> not sponsored. But could be. <laughs> it's very good food if you want to. It is very good food. <laughs> I got really close. Anyways, uh, I ordered DoorDash and 30 minutes roll by and it's nowhere to be found. I text the man, hey, where's my food? Oh, it's on its way. Another 30 minutes roll by and I'm fuming at this point. I'm at their house, the Lisa's house. Yep. And I text the man again, and I get no answer. So I finally cancel it in DoorDash. And I call them, and they're like, no, no, we, we, we still have to charge you. Well, I didn't get my food. No, we still have to charge you. Sorry, that's how it works. What the heck? Yeah, I did not get my food. I canceled, and the driver never showed. Apparently, it was this really old guy. I think his name was George or something. Not important, but... Later that day, apparently Sticky Rice Man, I don't know his name, I'm sorry if you're listening, uh, he drove his truck in the middle of the night in the snowstorm. It was terribly icy out. I think it was the day where, like, if you tried to walk across the street, you would have a tough time getting anywhere because it was that slippery. But he drives up, knocks on the door, and is like, hey, are you John? Yeah, I'm John. What's up? I have your meal here. I was like, "Uh, okay, uh... I can pay you. He's like, no, that's cool. Here's your food. And then he drives off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I am still fuming about DoorDash to this day, but, and I haven't been back to Sticky Rice in a while, which is sad because I love that band. But respect to that guy. Yeah. 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 Major respect there. Yeah. He will go miles for his customers. Yes. That guy is amazing. Where where is this at exactly? I've never heard of it. Uh, This is uh, Sanchez Plaza. Yeah. Yeah, it's down. It's close to downtown. It's not very far from the courthouse. Yeah, the courthouse. Huh. Little north of the courthouse. I'm gonna have to go look it up now. Hearing that, like major respect to that guy. Yeah, like it's really good food too. So it's good. a little on the pricier side, but if you're willing to pay for it, it's worth it. Yeah, and I am not a fan of DoorDash either, mm. but it's more because they're 
their practices are just predatory for their employees yeah. and for their customers. And mm-hmm. Uber Eats and all of those are the same way. They undercut their employees. Uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats both got caught stealing employees' tips. That's oh, wow. Basically, um, what they were doing was they were paying them their fee for getting orders out of their tips instead of out of the service fee. Wow, that's so, that's straight up theft, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't like either one of those companies because they're predatory. So I don't order anything from them because I'm like, no, I'm not going to support their predatory behaviors. Right. Yeah, no, it's not, not a great company, not great practices. And yeah. I will admit I've ordered Starbucks to them a couple times. And the first time was very sad. So I got <laughs> one drink out of it. And the next thing you know, I drop it. Oh, no. And it spilled uh, everywhere. No. And it was like one of those where it was like multiple layers of different things, all these different fancy flavors, and I uh-huh. just dropped it right on the ground. Uh, awful. I was very sad. Yeah. Wait, so is it like one of those science experiments where you put the different density things on there? Did it never mix? Or? Well, like it had a big menu, and I started, I'm like, well, that sounds tasty. Mm. I'm just going to click all these different things, and they mix <laughs> it together. And it was great for that first sip, and then I dropped it, and I tried to scoop up like all the frozen bits. I'm like, well, I'm not going to at least try <laughs> this part, but then it wasn't as good as had a little gravel in it, I think. <laughs> hey, it's extra fiber, extra minerals. Tasty. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started with our normal deal, and let's go into our happy yes. crappies. Miss Stacy, I didn't say Miss Chris this time. Miss <laughs> Stacy, you want to take it away? Sure. My happy is that I'm done for the week because I have had an insane week at work. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been nuts. It's been so busy. A Thursday, I got a call by like 8.15 in the morning. I was not even dressed yet. I was sitting on the couch (laughs) in my PJs, and I'm like, okay, take the call. It was a server that was down. I log in, fix the server. I kept getting phone calls until almost noon. I had a meeting at noon, and I wanted to go to the office because it's so much easier for me to do my work at the office than doing it at home. Uh, so I left at like 11.30, got to the office at 11.45, got my uh, computer set up for the meeting because it's all online, mm-hmm. and then my audio wasn't working, so I had to <sighs> reboot my computer and get back in, but right. got everything sorted, but it was a crazy week, so I am glad that my week is over. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> my crappy is that I have to go to Sergeant first thing in the morning on Monday, oh because I had a a customer that the scale guy was supposed to contact me when he was going out there. He said that he called, and he was told that nobody in that department was available that day, which Hmm. happened to be Thursday, which I was available all day, and nobody in the office took that call, so he must have called the wrong number. So, (laughs) So instead of, you know, being able to work remotely on it on Thursday, I've got to drive up there on Hmm. Monday. To get it resolved. Wow. Now, I don't remember, because you go to a lot of smaller towns and a lot of really uh, middle of nowhere Nebraska. How far away is Sargent? It's about an hour and a half. So three hours all around trip? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, at least it's a lot of good time to be <laughs> listening to an audiobook. Yeah. An audiobook <laughs> or a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts. Like yeah. Talks and Crocs. Yeah. On <laughs> Apple, Podbean, YouTube, and everywhere else. All right. <laughs> Had to plug it. Self-sponsored. <laughs> a little bit. Um, 
you reminded me of something like uh, where they didn't call you, right? Well, we uh, just found out this morning at work that we have we have these big units that do induction and kneeling, so uh, through magnetic forces, whatever, it, it, it induces a current as the case goes through, heats up, and then anneals the case. Well, apparently the insulation and stuff's been getting ripped off one of them all week. And the guy goes, well, it's been working off and on. We just didn't think to come get you, except for Friday morning when we all only worked for four hours. <laughs> and it's a whole Gosh. big ordeal. We've got to tear all this apart to rewrap the whole thing. So it was just like, why don't you just let us know beforehand? So I understand that frustration. Yeah. yeah. We get those a lot, too, with the software, where somebody's got a problem with the software. They find a bug, and they just deal with it for months and months and months. And then they call us, and they're all pissed off because, hey, <laughs> this is doing this thing. It's been doing it for months since since this update. And we're like, why didn't you call when you started having <laughs> oh, yeah. this problem instead of dealing with it? Yeah. So then we have to try to figure out what update the soft or the the bug was introduced in, and then try to fix the bug. So right. yeah, same kind of deal. You want to go next, Mr. Chris? Sure. I'm sorry, Miss uh, Miss Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's from last podcast. <laughs> My happy is uh, we have a guest that's off camera here that I'm really excited to have around me because it's somebody who's very important to me. She's that way. She's not on camera, but... My my crappy is kind of a bittersweet. We're taking two foster kitties to their future homes. So, Mm. like I said, it's bittersweet. It's nice to have a little bit of sweet in your crap. (laughs) Hmm. Don't take that out of context. (laughs) Too late. No, wait. (laughs) If a non-existent reputation to uphold, please. All right. Well, or is that it for you then? Yep. All right. So I'll go do mine, and then we'll get to John's happy crappy. My happy was Wednesday night. We were going over uh, Genesis, or starting to go over it. I don't know how, how in-depth we're going to get with that at all, but when it got to the part where he said, uh, Holly goes, and then God created people, and then one of those kids goes, the sinners. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. I, yeah. I about bust up laughing, but we're trying to be serious because they were all being rowdy. So we're trying to be all like quiet and keep them down. Right. And just all of a sudden, the sinners. Oh <laughs> it's just my epic. God. I, they were wrenching that. It was well timed. Oh my God. It was God. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, my crappy was um, when we had a youth night, when I had my two nephews here, Jasper and Micah, I took them a couple days later to uh, Fuji's. Because it was Jasper's birthday, that's what he wanted. So I was like, yeah, cool. So it was my son, Jasper, Micah, and I went there, and Ronan had a bunch of rice left over that he wanted to take home. Hmm. Well, I was in my truck, headed to the vet's club, and I'm smelling something weird. Oh, no. Something off. I'm like, what is that? I couldn't find nothing, couldn't find nothing. Well, I found it when I was packing everything back up. The styrofoam with rice was shoved underneath a bunch of stuff oh, under no. the seat, and mm. it's oh, it's, it's awful. Num num num. Yeah. Like I thought it was my shirt. I'm like I didn't think I was sweating that bad today. <laughs> it didn't get hot, but holy moly, uh. it, was, it was it was nasty. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna get rid of the smell right now because I threw it all away, <laughs> but it's still in there. Oh man. You all ready, right. sir? Yes, I am ready. My happy is. At work, a lot of the, there are a few redeeming qualities of fast food. And my favorite is working the drive-thru and being extremely extra and happy. 
and trying to come up with ways to make people do a double take at the drive through window. Because I'll say things like, have a great day and an even better tomorrow, and genuine smiles. Genuine smiles light up on their face, and it is so happy to see instead of... <laughs> I would smile on them about. <laughs> Thank you for my food. Uh, but it's always really gratifying to see actual people that I don't know smile because I said something, and they're going to have a good day because of it. Though That's awesome. Oh, it's so much fun. It's always good to make people's day and make them happy. Yeah, right? Like the Crocs and Talks podcast. Talks and Crocs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Making people smile since 2023? 22? 22. 22. 22. Yeah, it's about, I was, I'll ask about that later. I'm wondering how long you guys have been doing this. This is our second season. Dalton and I did one season. Mm. Uh, and this is season two. Yeah, the. Really. I guess I'll ask about it now. First season was like six episodes or something, wasn't it? It was 12? like 12 or 13 episodes. Mm. Because the Lisa's told me a little bit about it, but mm -hmm. I know the uh, overall the topic of conversations have ranged from conspiracy theories to uh, the the Bible. I oh think yeah, come up a couple times. Oh yeah, and Dalton and I have been we talked a lot about hunting and yeah. a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, Crocs Shoot coming things. in. <laughs> uh, but getting back to happier crappy, my crappy is right now. I'm having a hard time with jobs. Um, I worked at Harbor Freight for a year, went to Super Saver, schedule didn't work out, so now I'm back at Racing Canes. That's, it's tough, but things like this and seeing those genuine smiles help yeah. so much. This is the way. This is <laughs> the way. That's the whole reason I bought this shirt right here. It's got Grogu on it. I don't know if the camera could really see it. I'm trying to look right now. Who's Grogu? You mean Baby Yoda? <laughs> oh, yeah, Baby Yoda. But it says this is the way at the bottom, and that's because I kept saying it is what it is, or that that's just the way. I said I was saying that's just the way it is, or something like that last podcast. And Chris goes, "I've got to get you to start saying this is the way instead." Now I don't know why he's trying to get you to change it. Everybody needs a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, but this is the way is awesome. I know, but you can't mess with a man's catchphrase. It's like tampering with diamonds. This is the way. <laughs> It's like me not saying, don't worry about it. This is the way. No. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> Just start saying catchphrase. 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 What is that movie Insert Ryan catchphrase Reynolds? here. Yeah, where is that from? That's from that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's like a, oh. a game. Uh, oh, NPC Free Guy. Free Guy. Free guy. Free that guy. was a good movie. I love that movie. <laughs> catchphrase. Catchphrase. Hello, Trustfall. <laughs> oh, that my was... gosh. So we played uh, Jackbox. A couple days ago. Are you familiar with Jackbox? So for those of you that don't know, Jackbox Games is something that you can play as a group, as in a party. Uh, you have one device, usually it's a computer that you connect up to the video game, and it's kind of like the master screen. It has all the prompts and questions and all that. They're usually pretty comical, usually. Uh, and everybody else connects with their phone to it, and they play games. Uh, a simple example of this might be Pictionary, where you know somebody gets that prompt, and they have to draw it on their phone, and then everybody else votes on their phone, and they yeah. you know which is the funniest and all of that. So uh, there's a game called a uh, comic boat, funny boat. I don't remember what it was called. Joke boat. Something like that. I don't it, remember. It's basically, the premise is you're comedians on a on a cruise liner. Yeah. 
and you're all trying to come up with the funniest joke. Now, everybody has... Uh, the game makes prompts for you, like... Drawing up blanks here. One of them had to do with uh, the town I grew up in was like a circus or something mm, like that. That's and then right. it had a blank in there. Yeah. And, and you get to pick from prompts that people put in before you write the jokes for your um, fill-in. Yeah. And then you write your punchline. Yeah, okay. So it's, yeah. There's a baseline joke that is like, uh, I love cats because, and then you write in your own joke. So it mm-hmm. it got really interesting uh, in a couple ways, in a few non-PG-13 ways that I will not <laughs> oh. go into on this podcast. Yeah, we currently have a clean rating. It'd be yes. nice to keep it that way. And I am trying my best to hold back everything that I have. <laughs> I am sometimes salty, but I am doing very well <laughs> because this is a nice environment. Blink, smile, smile. It is, actually. That's not a lie. There's something I would love to talk about right now before we get into the questions that I've always been impressed by, by the church that we're holding this at, is there's there's something amazing about the atmosphere of a church. Even if you're not religious or you don't have a great connection to God like the people around me right now, but it truly is, you know, it's something sacred. Uh, walking into a church, the atmosphere is so different, even if it's empty. Mm-hmm. It's just well-maintained. The air feels clean. Huh. <laughs> it, it even I never nice. thought of that before, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like compared to, like, say I'm I'm walking into church on a Sunday. I don't always visit, but I'm walking in from a church. The outside, you know, it's it's all right. It's... Fairly clean. It's nice. It's okay. Well, it's not clean now because of all the smoke, mind you. But yeah. walking in, Canada. it just Canada. Hey. Can you can you please get your country under? No, stop burning. Stop. Jeez. Just it's just get a bucket of water from the sink, man. Go play some hockey, eh? Go exactly. They have all that ice up there. What are they doing? Not playing hockey, eh? Casual racism aside. Um, no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> but walking into a church is a breath of fresh air. Is the easiest way for me to put it. That didn't come across, did it? Okay. Wait, what came? Oh, You're good. Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, was that a, a carbonated was that a beverage yeah. coming forward? Man, I think my headphones have to be jacked up because I sound so weird to myself right now. You sound just fine. Yeah, I was about okay. to say, I think that, that's just, uh, you know, listening to yourself as you're talking or after recording. Yeah. The headphones are off. <laughs> oh, he's reaching for a bag. Uh, we have a new set of headphones. Cord is dropped on the ground. This is a play-by-play. I'm going play. to see if maybe my headset is jacked up. <laughs> Yeah, you you sound fine. Yeah, like you sound sound normal. Like on my headset, it sounds real like uh, tinny and echoey. Oh That's no, fair. I never you don't used to. So I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. There. I'll say you don't sound that way at all. You, you have a good deep bass. Yeah, it's all about the bass. No trouble. No trouble. That's the reason I hate that song because there is actually no bass at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's my headset. It's kind of disappointing. Hmm. If there was bass in that song, I think I would have liked it a lot more. I know I would have. <laughs> It would also help if they don't play, uh, you know, number one hits a thousand times during the week that they're gold. That's true. That's very true. Oh, yeah, that sounds so much better to me. Hmm. Apparently, I need to get a new headset. 
<laughs> yep, it happens. Oh, yeah. you're always bringing yours, so maybe I don't. I don't. <laughs> yep, I'm glad that I went back to the house to get mine because I forgot <laughs> it today. I was like, oh no, I gotta go back and get it. I love this headset. It's so comfortable. It looks nice. It's got me- memory foam pads in it. So nice. yeah, so comfortable. Here's a take a nap. Yeah, yeah, it's super comfortable. I don't think this one's ever been worn. <laughs> to be honest, breaking with it you. in, breaking yeah. it in. Well, they look fabulous, darling. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Did you tell us your crappy? Oh, uh, the whole yeah. job Just thing. Okay. Jobs. Yeah, yeah. It's a toss up. It's a good time. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Hornady's good, but there's a lot of hours. Yeah. A lot of hours. I like minimum. F- I, I, and, Were you about to say 50? Yeah, 50 is a minimum minimum for most people there. Yeesh. Wow. Like that's so weird hearing that because a lot of the other jobs that I've I've been looking at is I mean it's put put it nicely it's uh, manual labor, yeah. but I was getting a job over at generic coffee place that I will not name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should name it, but what? Which? Ju- Okay, that's fair. I'll just name it. Uh, it's a Scooters. Oh, okay. over. I love Scooters. I'm sorry. I think it's a Greenwall or like it's like this really weird small convenience store, but it's fit right into it over on South Locust. Yeah. Is oh, that a okay. U-Save? Yeah, it's a U-Save. Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a U-Save. U-Save connected and smooshed right together with that uh, Scooters, and it's the weirdest experience. Weirdest experience. Yeah, but uh, their full-time, quote-unquote, is like, well, they don't even do full-time for just regular people. You have to be a manager. If you're not a manager, you get, like, 15 hours. That's Ew. stupid. It yeah, is stupid. I, wow. I tried applying there. I haven't heard back, thankfully. <laughs> I can't imagine they have an easy time keeping people with only 15 hours. Right. I mean, it might have been 20, but still, anything even, under 30 is just yeah. awful. Yeah. That's crazy. But I didn't know Hornaday always says they're hiring. They're always posting ads everywhere. But you're going to be working 50 to 54 hours, depending I mean, on what department you're in, from what I've been told. Depending on when it is and when the hours are, I'm okay with it. It's like, is it evenings? It's all the time. It's, it's whenever, really. First, second, third shift, you can choose. Righteous. Righteous. For Interesting. The, for the record, I do like scooters, too. Yeah, I love scooters. But it's like no this. baristas. Yep. Not sponsored. <laughs> baristas is good. I, could be. I, I need to go to baristas at some point. I've you should. Been getting told multiple times you need to go there, you know, with Chloe and Dalton, but nope, never been. Never been. Just go. Yeah. Their, just their coffee is the best in town. Oh, yeah. truly. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You will yeah. forget about Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. The prices oh. are better, too. <laughs> Don't even think about Starbucks. I know uh, Holy Grounds, when they were here in the parking lot, that was awesome. That was coffee. good. Yeah. Not sponsored. Yeah. And. Could be. What's the other coffee place? That's Daily downtown? Dose. Daily Dose. Yeah, the there's, 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 good there's too. actually pretty decent. Uh, mm-hmm. Once when they were open, I offered to be a baker for them, but I, I don't think they wanted the bait. Mm. They, at the time, they were just doing avocado bread and toast and stuff, which, okay, you're doing without an oven. That's fair, but I don't think it's really much of a substitute. The St. California. Yeah. Oh. But it was right after they first opened. For That's the fair. And they I'm, didn't have a kitchen. So. I'm sure if I went in there now, it'd be a totally different experience. I just haven't visited. Mm-hmm. I think they also had peanut butter and banana bread or banana That's toast, the one I ate. too. Ooh. That was yeah. actually really good. I was sad because it dropped on the concrete after like a few bites. Oh, no. It's like I didn't my remember Starbucks that. story. <laughs> 
There's moral a theme, dropping food on the floor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's a moral of the story. Don't trust the floor. <laughs> the floor is mean. <laughs> Bad floor. Hashtag no don't donut. trust the floor. <laughs> don't trust the floor. Hashtag, Hashtag don't trust the floor. <laughs> Tweet it in the comments below. <laughs> Tweet it? Hashtag it? Hashtag it? Tag it? Tag it. Um, YouTube is, is cracked. Well, and it's not. <gasps> Post it's not in the tw- comment below. There you go. <laughs> it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. It's, so it's so X in the comment. In the comment yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What was that wrestling group? Degeneration X or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. I don't know wrestling, but. Wrestling. <laughs> oh, wrestling. We're going to wrestle some pigs here. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that Duck Dynasty or no? That's, <laughs> that's, just, that's just back home so, from where I grew up. I was up. gonna say Wait, Nebraska. That's just Texas, Nebraska. right? No. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm, Nebra- I'm Nebraska okay. through and through, but I grew up about well, I went to middle school and high school about an hour, hour and a half west of here. That's fair. So out in the sticks that way. All right, do we want to move into questions now? Um, okay, sure. The random questions. Yes, the random questions. You got, <laughs> I got I'm it. guessing you have a good one. I have the best one. All right. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, no. <laughs> this is... Okay. It's, a hot it's going into the same question of, you know, is a taco a sandwich? Yeah. Just opening up a I'm going to see what Google says. Of worms. That's what I was just going to do. It's not bread. This is well, no, meat between bread. So I say a hot dog is a sandwich. It's just a funny-shaped sandwich. Because, honestly, hoagies are sandwiches. Right. And they're shaped a similar way. Merriam-Webster answered the question. What did Merriam-Webster say? Well, I think we have to give our answer. Yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. Because the definition of a sandwich is two or more slices of bread or a split roll having a filling inside. Hmm. It's like, huh. Yeah. I, I, I was perplexed. I was like, I was on the middle, whether I was going to go with yes sandwich, <laughs> yeah. not sandwich. Just, but the people that do dictionary. <laughs> Man, what do the dictionary people know? I don't know what they're on about. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still on the fence. I can see both, both arguments. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to think of it as a sandwich because I think that's giving uh, fair people too, too much credit. <laughs> It's it's definitely one of those contested questions that's silly. So yeah, I saw it on the list of I, I just googled random questions. That's where I got my question from last week too. Oh, mm. so um, <laughs> that's yeah. cheating. Well, I didn't <laughs> I didn't think of one, so I'm like, okay, I'm googling this. So that was on the list, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use that. I love that question. <laughs> it's love. It's fun to see what people think of that. It's almost like if you don't cut into it. I don't know if we'd call it a sandwich. Like if you make like the, a divot into a roll, is that really yeah. a sandwich because you're not slicing it? You're just diving it in, divoting, divoting it. This doesn't sound right to uh, me. And then putting a hot dog in there. Let's see. We I had mean. we had tuna salad on um, some of those hoagie rolls from Super Saver, and I split it down the middle and put the tuna salad mm-hmm. in it. I didn't like cut it completely in half, and it. I mean, I would still consider that a sandwich, and a hot dog's basically the same thing. That's fair. But but what if you just push it down in the middle? I think that just means you're a degenerate. (laughs) (laughs) You're lazy? Yeah, like, I don't know. Lazy sandwich? 
just put my fingers on the bread and just rip it like an animal. You I know? mean, because like an open face sandwich is typically like one or two pieces of bread and they're just like side by side and everything's laying on top of it. Mm-hmm. So Is that just a lazy chef then? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's what it's all like. about presentation. Yeah. A lazy sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> what, if you cut, what if you cut the hot dog in half and put the bread in between it? Whoa. Is it still a sandwich? It's, it's technically it's a still a sandwich. Yeah. Still makes you crazy, but it's still a sandwich. Crazy. I was crazy once. They locked me in a room. A rubber room. The rats? They were bats. I hate bats. They drive me crazy. <laughs> Sorry. So if you take the hot dog, cut it down the middle, put the bread in the middle of it, then you have more room for condiments. Oh, my gosh. Uh... I like I, this plan. I have a sidebar for you, and it, maybe it's a random question in my own. I, w- I didn't have one prepared, but this yeah, is we a- didn't tell you about that, did we? No, that's no. fair. <laughs> I can adapt. Um, have you ever seen the movie UHF? It has Weird Al Yankovic in it. It's like '80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, '80s. Not. So in it, there is a gag where they take a Twinkie, they put a hot dog in the Twinkie. They microwave it, and then they put cheese was on top. Now, my question is, would you eat it yes. willingly? Uh, I'd try it. I would try it. I'd eat it. I'd at least eat half of it before I, th- before I think I should probably stop due to health reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the flavor, the aftertaste of Twinkies. I can taste chemicals when I yeah, eat Yeah, that's true. So I would not probably take more than a bite. I'd try it, but... I definitely don't. If it was like, like a homemade Twinkie, it'd be a lot. Oh, oh, that'd be awesome. Like, you know, the pastry, actual yeah. sausage. Because then you're getting like kind of your sweet with the salty and then like a nice. I, I, I like more of like a melted cheese, like a gooey yeah. melted cheese versus Cheese Whiz. Mm-hmm. I think I would do that. Cheese Whiz just brings back memories of college. That brings me back to the Goofy movie. Wait, like the new one? Or no, that was from when I was a kid. The 90s. Oh. The, yeah. the 90s. One. There's a new one? Uh, isn't there a new one? I don't, I don't think so. As far as I know, Disney's... there's not, but Disney's okay. remaking nope. things all the time oh, and golly. making them stupid, so. Yeah. <laughs> they'll probably end up redoing the Goofy movie. Oh, okay. And they'll be like They're gonna something stupid. It's going to be a giraffe or something as Goofy instead of <laughs> the dog. Because they're changing everything else. They, so. Truly. They better not redo Star Wars. They're going to redo Star Wars. Well, There's they no will. Way. Give them 20 years. They'll 20 redo years. Star Wars. I Nothing will, I will disappear off the face of the earth if they redo New Hope. So. Or, or Empire, even worse. You guys will Sorry, never see me again. I, a, please let me visit. <laughs> if you visit me, it's a one-way trip. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a world where they remade Star Wars and my parents have passed on, maybe. <laughs> as long as I get to send postcards. You won't be able to send anything. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, as long as we're not going that dark. Are you going to the Sith world or something there, Chris? No, I I will have a special package to deliver to Disney if they they remake. (laughs) We're going to Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, No heat to Chicagoans, if that's how you say that word. Chicagoans? I think that's right. I I don't take any heat from it. Chicogan. Chicogan. I like Chicogan. it. I like Chicogan. That sounds, yeah. sounds not bad. It sounds a little bit like a tribe. Like, the, you know, we are the Chicogans. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic world. Uh, yes. Put that in an RPG. Yeah, I'm already there. <laughs> yeah, he's already planning it now. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's already writing. Five RPGs brain. a minute with this man. 
<laughs> Truly. Five? Through Only that. five? Right. I was being nice. <laughs> All right, Chris, you got one? Uh, random question? Yeah. <clears throat> mm, nope, go to somebody else. I can get one, though. <sighs> uh, you got this. I got three of them written down here on my little laptop. I'll go to one that might be a little quicker to answer because one of them might end up leading into a topic. Uh, This is going to be more Bible-related. Do you think God would allow someone to experience evil physically or or spiritually? Do I think God would allow someone? I know in the Bible there's one story that, yes, I would say yes, but... Because I think a lot of people, their biggest deal is, well, why did God let this happen to me or something like that? Now, I'll, I'll put it on the table now, because I'm a little out of my element, but more than willing to talk about it. Um, I mentioned it before that I'm a little on the fence to God, yes, no, um, but I'm still constantly trying to think about this logically like that. Mm-hmm. I came from a very logical family, uh, but otherwise, I think... I don't know anything about the Bible, by the way. I've probably read uh, a couple verses I've gotten a paragraph into in the beginning, and then I, you know, <laughs> accidentally got to something else because I'm a little scatterbrained. Don't but ever start in the Old Testament, in my opinion. <laughs> I have the been worst told, reading. I have been told very recently to start in the New Testament first, mm-hmm. and I just got Ned's uh, nods from the entire room, mm-hmm. especially yes. from our audience in the uh, background. But... Back to the topic of does God let people experience bad or evil things? Yep. Um, I would think that it would be a very much father, son, or you know, father, daughter, whatever it is, relationship where you're going to let your kids do some stuff and mm-hmm. you're going to let things happen to them sometimes that you would like them not to do, you know, not for it to happen, but they need to learn. They need to know that there's evil in the world, that there's, this is present in the way we live. It's unavoidable sometimes, and I think a lot of it's a learning experience, and it's to make us better. Certainly. I like that answer I agree with him completely, yeah. Yep. It's tough love. Mm. Yep, I agree with that 100%. God doesn't want to put evil mm. on someone, but we have free will, and we put ourselves into positions where... Sometimes we get to visit yeah. evil things. <laughs> and I don't I don't think that God um, does evil because God no. is not evil, but he allows evil. And sometimes it's so that we draw closer to him because yep. we're idiots. And if we're, you know, in good times all the time, we don't want to talk to God. We don't want to rely on yep. God. So yeah. sometimes I think it's, it's just for our benefit so that we do grow, draw near to him. He allows things to happen in our life. Yep. And sometimes it's our own choices that drive those bad things. Yeah. And I think all you really got to do is open up the story of Job. Oh, yeah. see all that. Yeah. 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 And sometimes you're right on target and you're following God and you're being the best that you can be. And then... Satan's like, oh, I want to tempt this guy. And God's like, okay. He's faithful. He's faithful. He'll be faithful. So, yep. There's that, too. So I think that kind of answers that one. I really liked your answer a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's entirely true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Tough love. Yeah. Yeah, He summarized it. He's got a sense of humor, but he's... Yeah. Tough love parent. Definitely. He definitely has a sense of humor. Oh yeah. If you, <laughs> if you don't believe that God has a sense of humor, you haven't looked at you know 
well, us for one thing, but yeah. also the animals. I mean, look at the giraffe. Look at that insanely long neck. Mm-hmm. I mean, God has to have a great sense of humor to create something that looks like that. Right. And then the duck-billed platypus. I swear God created that to mess with scientists. Mm-hmm. Classify this. That's the only animal where you can take its entire ingredients from it and make a toxified <laughs> souffle. It's <laughs> awesome. It can produce milk and eggs. <laughs> it a can produce milk. Souffle. Yeah, because it produces the milk, the eggs, and it has its own toxin. <laughs> it's not a very potent yeah. toxin, but it's still a That's thing. It's hilarious. ridiculous. That's hilarious. Yep. I do have a random question. All right, let's go. So it's for everybody at the table and those of you who want to answer at home. But <laughs> Yeah, put it in the comments. And answer any of the questions in the comments. Truly. I'd love to see it. Or when, email. When you go to Cane's. Yes. Oh, man. Do you order it regular or is it uh, no coleslaw extra toast? No coleslaw extra toast. John, <coughs> I know your yeah, answer. Do you? I'd no, say no coleslaw extra toast. Is, usually, it started out as no coleslaw extra toast, and then there was an evolution. Okay. I started here, and by the time I got here, it flip-flops. Sometimes <laughs> I really like the coleslaw and, oh, and the sandwiches. You get the sandwich, substitute the fries for the coleslaw, open up the sandwich, put the coleslaw on the sandwich. It's terribly sloppy, but it's really good. There's and sandwiches? Yes. Yeah. And they're yeah. fantastic. I mean, it's it's literally just a three-finger combo. Not sponsored. Uh, <laughs> it's just a three-finger combo with bun, sauce, lettuce, yeah. fingers, sauce, bun. Oh. It's, it's kind of a cop-out, I think, for making an actual sandwich or anything new. Yeah, as long as it tastes good, that's all I mean, matters. truly, they are the masters of, I'm going to pick one thing and do it very well. Yeah. Like and, and put a hot sauce on the sandwich, mm. too. Because mm. I hate that I worked there for a year plus because I can't eat any other chicken without thinking about mm-hmm. it. Stacy? You know my answer, but I order it regular because I don't really like the toast and give Chris the toast. Because I like the coleslaw, yeah. but not the toast. She's it's weird. too salty. I probably would like it if they, they toasted it without the butter. Because the butter's too I don't complain. I get the toast. You can ask for it without. Oh, I know. But I'm not that guy. I don't care that much. <laughs> did, did you ever dip it in the sauce? The toast? Yeah. I don't. You don't really like the sauce that no, much, do you? I do. do you? I, I use okay. the sauce on my fries, too. I like the sauce. That's I just, fair. So I don't that's like That's what I do. I dip the toast in the sauce. I don't like the toast it. at all. And oh, he likes yes. it buttered on both sides. And then I'm like, no, that would be way, way oh too salty. Gosh, that's so there, gross. I have such a fun story about that. That won't take long. <laughs> so one day, I, this was back when I was working at Harbor Freight. I have enough money to play around and be silly and throw away a meal if I don't like it. Please don't judge me. I was <laughs> I was sillier back then. Still silly now. But I went through the drive-thru. A lot of the people know me. They're like, oh, here's John. He's got some weird order. And sure enough, I say, can I get bread buttered on both sides? And they're like, you mean toast buttered on both sides? No. I want bread buttered on both sides. Specifically untoasted. So as I'm giggling to myself, like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Uh-huh. I drive up. It's a box combo. No slaw. Extra toast, uh, bread buttered on both sides. I get it. They didn't even give a bag because they're grinning. I open it up, and it looks normal except for two pieces of bread. One is sitting on the fries, perfectly normal, uh, untoasted. There's a lot of butter on it. And I start bursting out laughing because there's another piece of toast 
that's just caked to the lid because it's been glued there by a crap, t- uh, yeah, a crap ton of butter. <laughs> and of course, the other side's been buttered as well, but it's just ridiculous. I take a bite right in front of the uh, cashier and drive away with a smile and a grin. <laughs> it was one of my favorite Cane's experiences. <laughs> that got me thinking of uh, when I was doing keto, I would go to places and order a sandwich or something without bread because mm. that's like, it's just no carbs pretty much. Mm. Did that at Burger King once. They got extremely confused, gave me a salad dish with the <laughs> meat on one side and all the veggies on the other. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I, that's not how I was. I asked for it. I asked for like the, the meat and all the veggies in there, then the meat on top of that, like a double whopper without the bread. Yeah. I just sandwich. thought it was hilarious. The guy was super confused when he handed it to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, the amount of fast food horror stories I'm sure this table could share <laughs> was ridiculous. Like, I don't know how much you worked in fast food. Never. Just keep it that way. You are <laughs> staying so innocent, and I'm a little jealous. I, I was turning wrenches since I was 12 years old. So Really? Yeah. Helping out dad or just in Ex shops? Ex-stepdad and then by myself. I feel you. you. uh, Sorry, he's been working a long time in fast food. She has some experience, and most of my jobs after college and before college was fast food. So just a lot of stories. All right. Does anybody have any topics before I go into something? I know Chris posted a bunch in Discord. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Those were in case we need. Well, we can do them. Chris. I don't remember what they are because my, like I said, my work week was insane. I really want to hear my what you're bringing so to the table. Right now. Oh, the deal like I told you about how I told Holly about mm-hmm. it. Okay, so I, I decided to go over Genesis. Switch camera back to me since I'm talking now. Decided <laughs> to go over Genesis before Wednesday night to kind of get a refresher on it. And something I thought about in Genesis chapter 1. It talks about all the things that were made and stuff. In the Bible, it's a lot of chronological order, but it's also a lot of, like, metaphorically speaking at the same time. Well, in Genesis chapter 1, it talks about creating people and then, you know, go forth, prosper all over the earth. Almost went, like, Vulcan there for a minute and, like, long and prosper. <laughs> but then in chapter 2, it talks about God creating Adam and Eve for the garden. But then eventually, you know, you get Cain and Abel when they have kids. Well, then, uh, was it Cain kills Abel? Then Cain is banished, and he goes and gets a wife that's in a totally different region. Mm -hmm. So my deal is I was always taught Adam and Eve were the first people and that all people came from them. But if you read into it, it says that there were people all over the earth, and how would Cain get a wife from another region if there weren't already people? I have an answer. Okay. Well, after Adam and Eve left the garden and Cain and Abel, well, no, after Adam and Eve left the garden, they had kids besides uh, Cain and Abel. Well, their kids wandered off. And this sounds really wrong, but (laughs) they, they continued to populate the earth. And so Cain married someone who was down the family tree, if you will. Hmm. I'm sorry, I've got the Bible deal pulled up here on my deal. I'm just going to kind of read some verses real quick after that. Um, So I'm going to start off chapter 1, verse 26, and go from there. It says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. 
They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry on the ground. Then, let's go here. Okay, then it talks about plants. I'm going to go to the next chapter. Chapter 2, this is where it describing them. The woman, the Christ, creating them. This explains why man. Okay. Actually, chapter 3. This is where it talks about where they eat the fruit. I'm getting somewhere, I promise, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Okay, chapter 4. I got it in my notes. Chapter 4 is where I want to go. It says 12. So, uh, this is where Cain, and a- Cain kills Abel. Um, so... Now, God's yelling at Cain right here. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to hear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. Lord, so right there, anyone who finds me will kill me. So it's like any other people. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod. Wow, that sounds way different. I was too far from a mic. Uh, Settled in the land of Nod, and Cain had relations with his wife from Nod. He didn't have a wife before that. Mm. Hmm. So it talks about all these others and different people. So it's like the thing that I asked Holly then is like, so were Adam and Eve not really the first people, but were they the first people of Israel? Because they were the chosen people. See, you know, the, the way that I understand is Adam and Eve were created first. Now, I do, I, I, as you read it, it, it sounds as though the Lord was speaking of humans reigning over everything, mm-hmm. as there could have been others created already. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, Adam and Eve were the first humans. Mm. Yeah, because Adam named everything. Right. So, um, so that's yeah. where that's where I was confused, because I was always taught that, too. Yeah. When I was reading, it's like in chapter one, it's other people were created, and then it seems like Adam and Eve were created just for the garden, although he named all these different things. Mm-hmm. And then you get in chapter 4, and it's talking about there's other people already out there, other nations. It's the land of Nod, that's a nation. And then it talks about before that, the different rivers going off from the Garden of Eden. you got the Euphrates, Tigris, all this stuff. So it sounds like there's other nations that are already built, while Cain and Abel were just the only two there with Adam and Eve as the sons. And then Cain didn't have a wife until after he was banished from the land. So he would have got his wife there and nod. But see, we don't have a hard time frame between Adam and Eve leaving the garden and Cain and Abel. Well, or how long people were living back then. Yeah. I mean. Well, hundreds of years, apparently. Well, yeah, yeah. but how, how many years it was if if Adam and Eve had more children or if it was something, you know. Yeah. The small or bits more... the Bible that I actually read, there seems to be quite a bit of wiggle room for these kinds of details 
because it, it's vague in some places. Some, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's well, very specific. Well, then it gets me thinking because nowadays, if like cousins intermingle and have relations, <laughs> weird bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would assume God, being a fully omnipotent God, would know that mixing DNA would be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So having Adam and Eve as. I'm not saying this is how it is. It's just kind of the thought process I was mm-hmm. having the other day, and I thought I'd bring it up. Having Adam and Eve as the first of his chosen people would make a lot of sense to me. When having other people out there, then they get the other genetics involved. Hmm. Right. Because yeah. having okay. brother and sister hook up is a, yeah. Yeah. not yeah. a good gem- right. genetic mix. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Genes might have been different back then, but... right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this is not something I've thought about at all. So <laughs> when I brought it up to Holly, she kind of like, like, kind of blew her yeah. thought process a little bit. She's like, "I've never thought of it that way before." But yeah. it's like it's something that hit my head, and I just kept bouncing back and forth on it. Yeah, it's one of those things that um, I think I'd have to do a little bit of research and see what the the popular opinion is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I explained what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a straw being pulled out of my cup, by the it way. It was on camera. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that's just something I was thinking about. It's like, okay, this one's, it sounds a lot like me. Like people mm-hmm. were there besides these people. And I was, but I was always taught these people were first, but I'm reading it over and over again. It sounds more like. These were the first and used in the garden, and then Adam was still used to name all the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but then there were also these people elsewhere, because then Cain's kicked out, and there's already an established nation Well, Anod. It's also possible. I mean, God created, I'm sure, more than one set of animals, so mm-hmm. why would he just create one set of humans? Yeah, the focus is on Adam and Eve. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he didn't create other humans at the same time. And it doesn't mean that the other humans weren't in the garden, too. Right. right. They well, could have all been in the garden. And we don't have backstory of what God was doing during, during the time of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel. So God could have been off yeah. making other nations yeah. just for this reason because he'd know that he'd need him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of different. Yeah. That's a very good question. Yeah. Well, that, and then you go back to the Old Testament. That's the Hebrew side. So they're telling the Hebrew history, so they're mm-hmm. not going to really focus elsewhere because right. maybe they don't even have that information. For, mm-hmm. Yeah, the other people that got created. Yeah, sure. Huh, that's so if, very if interesting. if you're a pastor and you're listening, you should that's a, ask or uh, fill in information here. That's a very yeah, interesting Let us know question. down in the comments, please. Yeah, uh, shoot me an email at toxincrocks at gmail.com. I would love to discuss it, maybe have you on here either in person if you're close or I could Bluetooth in and we could do it that way. Mm. But I was, I, it's just something that mm-hmm. it's yeah. racking my brain because it's like I know what I was taught. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that thing I was talking about how there's that verse I read where it said, let us create them in mm-hmm. our image. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was taught. It was always he created us in his image, mm-hmm. which was a few verses down. Mm-hmm. And that would have been the writer of Genesis uh, who was a Hebrew, not a Hebrew, an Israelite, who didn't believe in, who didn't know about Jesus and the Holy Spirit at the time. So he would not have understood the whole, let us create us, right. mm-hmm. create them in our image. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That it's is a good question. It's a, yeah, it's an interesting question. I really haven't thought about it all that much. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now I'm like, hmm, now I want to do some research. And that's that ADHD brain working at work while I'm <laughs> inside a cabinet and doing all the electrical wiring stuff yeah. while listening to the Bible at the same time. I'm going, well, now wait a minute. <laughs> um, I always find it interesting as well. There are different editions of the Bible. Yeah, different translations. Different translations, it. yeah. And I haven't looked into it a lot, but I have a Good Savior edition that is somewhere from the 80s that I decided to buy. And, you know, seeing how different the wording is from edition to edition mm -hmm. is very important. Mm. Not something yeah. I've, I've looked into, but I think would be fascinating. Mm -hmm. hmm. I got me curious, but it's not on the Bi the Bible app. Yeah, I was that told was by our guest that the Good Savior edition may be the Amplified Bible. Oh, that would make sense. Amplified Bible. Mm -hmm. The uh, for those of you that don't know, and I also don't know. The um, that's the one that Pastor Frank uses a lot, isn't it? The Amplified version. Yeah, yeah. he he uses that one, and he uses the New King James. Am amplified the Amplified version of the Bible um, has a lot of things in brackets. Does that version have things in brackets? I think doing? there are footnotes. No, I think there's there's some stuff off to the side as side notes. No, because no. it'll well, the way the amplified version right is written is it'll have a verse and it'll have part of the scripture written out and then it'll have an explanation in brackets right in the verse and then it'll continue on with the verse and it'll have other sections of brackets. It's it's possible. Uh, something I want to ask from our side audience, because they are knowledgeable than uh, more, more most of us, I think, uh, is the Good Savior version that I that I have is a uh, golden. It has uh, golden accents and it's a leather-bound Bible. I honestly, if you're going to be staying long enough, I'd love to show you. Uh, gold on the edge, on the edging. Yeah, golden on the edging of the of the pages. It's it's, a, it's symbolic. The golden, gold edging is symbolic. Mm. But the Amplified Bible, okay, is an extension of the Hebrew and the Greek words where some... Hebrew is very precise. It's a language where if you have a word that says put it on the table, that's all it means. Mm. But down through all of the translations of different languages, in the Amplify, they will put all of the different words could possibly mean. Fascinating. It's very, very fascinating book to read. Right. Like, honestly, um, if I was a linguist, I'd be having a bit of a moment because that's interesting. It's, it's very, very interesting. Hmm. I'm finding some good Savior Bibles that are King James version. So maybe, mm. maybe it's a King James. Maybe it's a new Possibly. King James. I was about to say, it's an older Bible. Yeah. Um, let's see. That is... That is actually the... Mine is a bit uh, better condition, but that is the, the version that I have. I think that's the same Bible, even. Okay, yeah. That's, oh. That is a Good Savior Edition Holy Bible, and what I'm finding is it looks like it's a King James Bible. Okay. So. The King, yeah. the King James Version. The King James Version is grammatically the perfectly correct written book. Grammatically. Mm. Okay. I learned that in a writing class in college. Hey, no, any wisdom that you can <laughs> impart upon us is amazing. And certainly, I, I don't know a whole lot about the Bible myself, so. 
<laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Personally, I love the NLT. That's just me, though, the New Living Translation. Mm. I think is actually a Hebrew word. Really? It means to know. What word is that? I'm deaf. Yoda. Yoda. Yoda? Yoda mm -hmm. is a Hebrew word. <laughs> George Lucas is taking quite a bit from Latin and Hebrew. I see. Hebrew it is. Oh, um, can't do a good Yoda. It's been too long. I used to be able to do like a mixture of them. I did once where I did like a conversation between Darth Vader, Yoda, and uh, Chewbacca. It was pretty good, but I've never been able to. Hodgepodge. Never been able to recreate it, but it was great. <laughs> uh, I can only do various accents and. Stuff like that. It was one of those random moments driving through Kansas or something with my wife when we're both bored and I'm just making noise. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that's uh, that topic. That's just something that's been racking my brain, and mm. I, I'd love to hear what, like, put that all on Frank and what was going through my mind and see what Frank would have to say. Right. Yeah. To be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Certainly. I definitely want to do some research now. <laughs> <laughs> Not this weekend, but definitely want to do some research. Well, it's like you get in the book of Enoch, which is, we just rediscovered that in the 1800s. It was lost after like 300 or four, it was four, three or 400 AD that we lost it. Just rediscovered it in Ethiopia in the 1800s, the book of Enoch. And he's, he's putting out the timeline of like all the ages of people. And it's nuts how old some people got, mm. to be honest with you. And that's a very good read, except for where he gets into the part where he's talking about how he figured out the calendar. Very descriptive, very boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very boring. I don't <laughs> skip that part if you want to. But it, he came up with a 364-day calendar on like a, was it six or eight-year cycle? Hmm. And then the Romans created the 365-day calendar. Mm. Mm. So where leap day comes from? Leap day? Was that? Leap That's year. three leap year. There you yeah. go. Yeah, because yeah, so the one extra day in the February. Roman calendar is one year shorter than Enoch's calendar. That's why we get that leap year with the Roman calendar. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. The more you know, knowing is half the battle. Need that rainbow coming. The more you know. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. You want to do one of yours that you brought up? On the uh, oh. Discord? <laughs> I don't remember what they are. I Before I do down. another big, like, Bible one or Bible stories one. I wasn't even part of the uh, channel, so I don't know what's up. <laughs> we, have the, we have a topic, like, thread where that's just mainly us three. Mm. Uh, Shawnee and Dalton are in it, too, but Dalton's always so busy, and Shawnee's hardly able to get over here, so. That's fair. They're two, like, the two now that are randomly will get on, but it's few and <laughs> few in between. Right. That's just us three for the ma major ones. All right. You ready to rock? Sure. So I'll just pose the question. Okay. Um, how do you handle going to a bar and having casual drinks when one of the person that you're going to the bar with is a known alcoholic, like you know they're an alcoholic. Mm. Like how do you handle yourself or how do you handle that person or how like- How do you handle the situation? The situation. Personally, it's that person's choice how much they drink, you don't have control over that. Mm -hmm. That's their free will. But I think by you being a different example you can set the mood for it to where they might drink a little less. Like, um, 
personally, everyone will be like, uh, alcohol is a sin or whatever. Well, Jesus drank wine mm -hmm. pretty casually. He, is, right. he is, He's parting it up in a couple spots in the Bible. So <laughs> you, can, you can't say drinking alone is a sin. It's drinking in excess is. Right. So maybe by your influence of not drinking in excess, but keeping the conversation still fun to where he, he or she may not think that they need to drink heavily to have fun, it might influence them a little bit, but you don't have control over that person, really. Right. Yeah. Um, there is a friend that we have who I don't really need to name anyways, but we know who I'm, who I'm talking about, who he used to be an alcoholic. He's doing really well now. And I think there have been some times where I have I've just very casually offered alcohol to him. Um, and... Very occasionally, I think to myself, oh, I'd stop myself, or I'd stop him if he had too much. And I would let him know, hey, I'm just trying to be a friend. And I'd just be really gentle about it. Yeah. But if he decides he wants to go down that path, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, yoink a bottle out of his hand or a cup. But certainly, um, sometimes I like to, in those situations, let my friends know, hey, are you doing okay? Yeah. Or... Do you need anything? Or and, you know. and being a good friend, you're supposed to keep your friends in check anyway. Right. So if you notice something going on, so going back to that aspect then, so if you notice something going on, like, hey, you're drinking a little much, man. Why don't you mm -hmm. tone it down a bit? You could do that. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, like doing Obviously. it nice and subtly, not like you've had enough. Tactfully, that was kind of our word <laughs> yes. last podcast, too. Yeah. John, you're talking about our radiation friend and not the person I was thinking of. I don't know who you're thinking about. Okay, so, never mind. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's our radiation okay. friend. I was thinking of the one that I used to refer to as Anakin to my Obi-Wan, but he's no longer there. That's a story. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. My little brother. I think That's not blood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. I know what you're putting down. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. So my answer to this question is if you, if I could offer an alternative to going to the bar, I would offer an alternative. Hmm. Mm -hmm. If I know that somebody that is planning on going is an alcoholic or has a problem with that kind of you know, yeah. drinking too much. Um, if you can't um, offer that al alternative, I would probably stick to just one drink just to be a good example and just kind of help with the situation if possible. Make sure that they're not driving home, you know, mm. after drinking a bunch. Yeah. So. Designated drivers for a reason. Mm. If that does happen, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's friend. the most fun person to be, the designated mm. driver. Oh my <laughs> All the idiots. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I, I volunteered for that role when I was in the service because Service people drink pretty excessively mm -hmm. quite a bit, especially when you're maintenance, which I was. And I was part of that crowd, too. And then there was a few times where I was the DD, and it's hilarious <laughs> seeing what everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Can confirm. Did you answer your own question? He did not. No. And I want your answer. Well, my answer would be if I can lead in a good way for this person, then that's what I would do. Try to Try to give alternatives, try to mediate without being a dictator mm -hmm. yeah. to your friend. Yeah. The non-judgmental just right. the hey, hey bud. Yeah. yeah. Let's go play darts. Yeah. Let's go play pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I know you got a couple more good ones. I just lay them out. Okay. I like them. I was just throwing them out there so I I didn't respond to them, but I liked them. (laughs) I saw them. They popped up on my watch, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And then I got into more work stuff and didn't even get to respond. Yeah. So the next one that I had, well, the next one that I'm going to read is um, if you go to a concert with your friends and you know that there may be controlled substances there and one of them likes to uh, partake in control substances it's kind of the same question honestly it's just a different route how do you handle that and i would assume we have a lot of the same answers yeah i'd basically be saying the same exact thing i did before probably the same exact thing the nice thing is i've never been with anybody who likes controlled substances i've been very lucky in that regard i've also been only to one well i haven't been to any concert concerts Unfortunately. Really? No, not a singular one. Uh, there was a band of, of friends who works at Kane's that we went to in Kearney once, and that was, it was really, really skunky in there. That's well. technically a concert. Oh, I know. It's technically a concert, but I didn't go because I wanted to listen to the music. It was more support, <laughs> and their their sound needed a little bit better balance. Right. Being the good friend. Yeah. yeah. They needed oh less bass. More vocals. It yeah. was so sad. Couldn't even hear the singers. No. Was that when the garage existed, or was this like at a? Because I know the garage used to have like a bit, lot of rock bands. Actually, wasn't the it the garage? No, it was the other side, wasn't it? Oh, that yeah. Place? Side, that's right. The other side, yeah. Is the, I could have sworn I, the I've other never side. heard of the other side. The other side is down by Mona. Oh, okay. Yeah, downtown. It's on it's, the bricks. It's a isn't beautiful, it? beautiful uh, building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Carney was where my like early 20s were so mm. I, I know a lot about a lot of the bars there but i never heard of the other side uh, mm, yeah it's a, it's a bit newer it's a bit newer okay. what was that 10 15 years ago for you then when i was 21 that was 10 years ago so i don't know if the other side was actually the other side then it might have been something else okay remember guys don't ask a lady their age <laughs> <laughs> No, that that was our stomping grounds because that was like uh, we were in, just in college and all that too. Mm-hmm. So. Oh gosh, I feel so bad because I mean, I don't think I'll get in trouble for saying it anyways. But I wanted to go to UNK, but there was a famous saying that <laughs> you can't spell drunk, drunk without, without UNK, UNK, and it's and pretty it, well true. It's mm-hmm. so true. Every time I went there, it's a party college. <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, all the bars are within walking distance oh, of each all other the bars, anyway. So. They're like some of the best liquor stores are in walking mm-hmm. distance. And a lot of the people who are RAs, are, they just turn a blind eye because they're like, there's no way we can control this. There's there's a liquor store right south of the campus. It's not even, mm-hmm. it's like less than half a block away. It's crazy. Is that Bill's? Bill's or, Liquor. Yeah, yeah Bill's Liquor South. Smoker free, by the way, I think. Very nice. Huh. Nice place. A lot of college kids. <laughs> <laughs> Different times for me. That was, that was before my real Christian time, <laughs> to be honest with you. Fair enough. <laughs> not saying that I want to like hang with those people because Jesus did. So, mm-hmm. right. Honestly, yeah. you it's get like it. a lot of those people are really, really chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I know you had three. What's your other one? I think it was gaming related. It is gaming related. I don't Do remember it. the question, though. <laughs> I'm new to it, but there's three ex- very experienced people here for that. Um, 
the the question I'll pose it in the, in the proper way. It's not written the way that it should be. Um, when you play role playing games as a Christian, mm. there can be some slippery slopes that you could give into there. And I'll have to probably be specific because okay. she probably knows. But yeah, you two may not know. Um, there's things that uh, happen when you play role playing games that could lead you into uh, sinning th technically because there's certain things that you do when you play a role playing game that you would never do in real life. Yeah. But if you do these things repeatedly, you could you know, accept in your brain that it's acceptable and... Mm. So not differentiating between the game and real life. Right, situation. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Because one of the things that's encouraged when you... Not all role-playing games, mind you, but a majority of them is that you're adventurers and sometimes you have to do things that are questionable. So you usually have to end up lying to someone about said questionable behaviors. yeah. Oh, that's a really big thing in gaming that you need to differentiate between in character and out of character. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I don't usually sing as, again, I'm not a terribly big Christian. I'm still on the fence working on that right now. But um, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, uh, our side audience said we all are. Yes. That is. That's never ending. There. So more mm -hmm. than fair. That's a topic I'd like to uh, pursue later, but that'll be later. Because right now, uh, one of the things that I see a lot between in character versus out of character is people will take th offenses to their character way too much and they'll get mad at the actual person. Oh. And the actual person will be like, what did I do? Your character hit me. Yeah, yeah in the game. What do you mean? <laughs> and it, they always take it too personally, a few people. Yeah. Well, that happens on, like, Call of Duty. And oh, too. oh, yeah. God, like, that's yes. one thing I'm working with my son majorly on is, like, he'll play Fall Guys. I don't know if you ever played oh, that. Yeah. And he'll, like, fall off or something. He'll just get super mad. I'm like, dude, it's a game. It's okay. Just chill out. You'll come back and try again. I'm working on that with yeah. him. Yeah. So that, that might be something that no one's ever, they've never had to really work with, work yeah. through as a kid, too. Truly. Yeah. Well, and there, it seems like autism is on the rise. Mm. And I don't know if it's what we're eating, if it's the chemicals we're putting in our bodies, if it's pollution, what it is. But it seems like there's, it's either more well-diagnosed or there's more counts of autism. Um, and I can see somebody that is slightly autistic not understanding the difference between fantasy and reality and mm. taking it too far. So certainly, certainly. Speaking of that, I took a test once because I got. I've always kind of wondered about the whole ADHD thing, and that's mm -hmm. I've took took a bunch of tests and kind of figured out, hey, that's my issue. But I was uh, two points away on this one scale from being on the autistic spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there's like you had to have 250 some points on this one scale to be there, and I was two points away. I'm like, that might explain a lot of things when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah, my brother, my brother has some autism, and he didn't know it until he was an adult. He, you know, a couple of years ago, he found out that he, yeah. he's he's slightly autistic, and he's super smart, and you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> doesn't relate well to people, and that social thing is with some people is just just not understanding and reading body language because yeah. of that hmm. kind of stuff. But there's also like kids, a lot of kids that have grown up in the COVID era 
have <sighs> trouble recognizing body language because they mm-hmm. watch people like this for, you know, yep. mm-hmm. two years. I don't know that's part of my son's issue is he in that COVID era, and I, 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 he still has problems with that for sure, mm-hmm. especially the controlling the emotions thing because he wasn't around any other kids. He was just by himself, and they did the whole uh, Zoom thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think anyone's addressed that like I don't know government wise or someone in charge mm-hmm. on the effects that 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 situation had on the kids, and they're going to oh, yeah. have to. They're going to have to address that. Oh yeah, yeah, it had major a major impact on kids socially. And educationally, like they just they didn't learn what they would have learned if they would have been in the classroom. It's yep. it. There's a whole generation of kids that are so far behind because of it. There just was no motivation to learn. I was in college when we started to have to wear uh, masks and Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. There were so many people that just didn't show up or just weren't paying attention because it's so hard. Yeah. See, I went. I was. Uh, I was going to. CCC in Columbus during that whole thing. CCC. Like, I was working full time, but going to CCC and getting the degree for the job I was already doing. Mm. And we we got to that point. Like, uh, I'm a very technical degree, technical job, technical skill set. And thankfully, they were able to set up like their robots and workstations in this area, so we can remote in and connect to them and do stuff that way. Otherwise, I would have probably been another year before I graduated from when I did. Wow. Yeah. Hi, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I am thankful that the office I was in, I didn't have to wear a mask that whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I hated that. Like, I graduated with the, the mask thing and, like, the hat, so all I could really see is my <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Like, it was terrible. But going back to your question, the differentiating thing, it's like also by them not differentiating it, they're making it more realistic. They're kind of like making that an idol, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that people need to really make sure they don't do is making that an idol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's real easy to do with any kind of gaming because you get so invested in all of it, Mm -hmm. even Farming Simulator, (laughs) to be honest with you. But, yeah, you got to be able to differentiate and not make things idols yeah. to, mm. in your life for that. Yeah. Truly. So at the end of the day, just walk away. Yeah. If, even if it's gaming with something that you really like, just yeah. remember that your life should come first. Even if gaming is really important to you, learn to yeah. walk away sometimes. No one has to get hurt. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there any soda in the fridge? <laughs> oh. I don't even know why I covered the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, still heard you. Still yeah. <laughs> How to be tactful. Don't do that. I could have just done one of one of these That's and true. muted you. Yay, mute button. So mean. <laughs> Should be glad I don't have it. I would, I don't trust you with any buttons. You're sitting there pushing it just really right. fast while you're talking, so it sounds like you're Is this a mute out. button? Uh, Only yeah. for USB. If oh. it's XLR, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. XLR. <laughs> so we don't have our own mute button where we can mute ourselves. <laughs> no. Well, if we were USB, but it does not sound halfway as decent. Oh, no. USB. No. No. USB Truly. just can't carry the same kind of a signal. No. No. XLR is so much better, especially with this mixer. I'm amazed with this, how well this sounds. Yeah, that's a really nice setup. Yeah, it sounds great. I'm happy with it. Did we answer your question, though? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. On that topic, what what time are we at? 
We are at an hour and 15 minutes. Mm, I know some of that's going to get edited down, but... Not really. Not really? I really don't do a lot of editing for this. That's fair. The only thing I do is I line up the video and the audio. I think I took out four minutes of the last podcast, Mm. and that was it. Two hour podcast? Yeah, it was like two hour, ten minutes. Yeah. Mm. So... Can I just add a little bit? Yeah. I'll turn this to you. If... Crank it up and if you want a if you want a real simple Bible study, read the book of Psalms one chapter a day. Or yeah, one chapter a day. And Proverbs, there are thirty one Proverbs, read one chapter of Proverbs a day. And then the Old Testament, if you want to combine both the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old Testament five chapters a day. And New Testament, just one chapter a day, okay? The, the book of Psalms teaches you how to communicate to God and how God can communicate to you. Proverbs teaches you how to communicate with mankind. And the New Testament, read the stuff in red. If you don't read anything else, read the stuff written in red because mm-hmm. that's Jesus mm-hmm. talking. Yes. Okay. That's all I wanted to contribute. <laughs> It's a simple Bible study. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking for something and I can't find it. If I could log into my Facebook, I'd be able to find it. No, that's fair. Um, Stacy, do you have any topic you want to bring up? Uh, Anything bothering you? Or? No, nothing. This, nothing bothering me. This is kind of a life group, so we can discuss it all. Yeah, work's just been insane. I mean, we had wheat harvest, and then right in the middle of wheat harvest or right before wheat harvest, I started ordering a bunch of equipment and having so many equipment requests coming in. So then I've been trying to get all my equipment out, and then we've got this new seed store set up, and it's just been one thing after another. We had a server go down in the middle of all of that, and just I feel like I'm just running nonstop <laughs> with the work stuff. Nature of IT. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had it calmed down yet and we're getting ready to head into our fall harvest. Oh, so. that's right. Harvest Ooh. season's going to be coming around. Yeah. Yeah. And get your bit of drill ready. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, yeah, my brain is so fried all the time. <laughs> like on the weekends after I've had some time to rest, it's better, but <laughs> all, dur- all, dur- all during the week, it's just fried right it's so fried there was, there was a topic i said i wanted to come back yeah, to but i do don't it. remember what it was <laughs> okay i remembered what i was looking up it was you you reminded me of it it's uh psalm i'm just gonna read this post here it's on facebook i I'm, well, i need to turn my mic down i'm like yelling in everybody's ear <laughs> it's uh psalm 118 is the middle chapter of the entire bible Psalm 117 is the shortest chapter, while 119 is the longest chapter. The Bible has 594 chapters before Psalm 118, 594 chapters after. And if you add all the chapters except Psalm 118 together, you get a total total of 1,188 chapters. 1,188, or Psalm 118, verse 8, is the middle verse of the entire Bible. And then it says, shouldn't the central verse not have a very important message? And here's what it says. 
It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. I thought I was. I saw it. I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty epic. To be honest with you. Yay, numerology. <laughs> I love numerology. <laughs> yeah, they get people like, oh, that's witchcraft. But it's it's you got the number three, thirty three, <laughs> seven, all throughout the Bible, like major numbers. Just speaking of the Psalms. Jesus wept. Yeah, Jesus wept is the shortest verse. Yeah, that's right after Lazarus died and before Jesus rose him from the dead. Because I never realized that. Mm-hmm. It's yep. pretty profound. Yeah. Yep. So I always tell, I told my boys, my grandsons, that if Jesus can cry, don't be afraid to cry. Mm. Oh yeah. I never liked that. There was always. Uh, you know, people were going on about, uh, you know, don't don't cry in front of people. Be a man or something. What's yeah. wrong with throwing, showing your emotions? That just it makes you more human. Yeah. Well, I, I think you should control your emotions, but there's nothing wrong with crying. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody does it. Everyone should does it. And don't throw a tantrum, but you can cry. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like as long as it's controlled. It's, yeah. It's a calm. Yeah. It's like, honestly, I don't think I ever actually started like crying until I started coming to this church mm. and like got overwhelmed by everything. Mm. Now Shawnee says I cry all the time. Never used to. It's like even when certain people in my life passed away, it's like I'd kind of like get emotional face, never cry. Stoic. Just couldn't yeah, cry. Get stoic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I'm not that way. <laughs> Well, it's been a little bit since I've cried during worship, though. We keep doing the same songs over and over. Mm. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm either in sound or in children, so I'm not always there to do that, so. Yeah. Although if we did uh, the You're a Good, Good Father again, I'd probably start crying, to be honest with you, because that's <laughs> the one that got me crying the first time during my third service here, and then I, I have like a three-striker-out kind of rule. Mm. And the second one I was here, they were doing the whole uh, people dropping out, falling down like flies or whatever. So I was kind of like, ah. then that third one hit, and I was just like overcome by everything. So, Yeah, I don't remember what the songs are that we're doing this week. I already got the slides set up so I can go drop them before I leave here. But <laughs> Why, Stacey? Why don't you know what the songs are? Because I can't remember. My brain is just gone. <laughs> but are you going to be there? Do you use the slides is what I'm inferring? Oh, no, I'm not going to be there. Okay. But I'm st- I am still set them up, and I don't remember what the songs are. No, I know. I'm, I'm just <laughs> but they're, they're songs that we haven't sung in a while, a lot of them. Uh, Sweet. Let me just look real quick. I keep telling people that we need to go back to just our, um, our God is an awesome God. That would be awesome. I like that song a lot. Because honestly, you start off kind of kind of quiet, kind of slow, and just builds and mm-hmm. builds and builds. Okay, so the songs we're going to do are He is Faithful, This is a Move, Something Has to Break, Came to My Rescue, that's going to be a tag, and the closing song is going to be Make Room. Unless if they throw it all out the door, all out the window, they and, could. and mm. use something else. I know but. how it is with worship teams, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you, remind, you remind me, I was uh, working in a machine a couple days ago, and I was uh, listening to Pandora, and I had it on Brandon Lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, This Is Amazing Grace came mm-hmm. on. You know, this is amazing grace. I'm in a machine working. There's people doing stuff all around me, and it came to that part of the chorus, and I just stopped and went and just like yelled it out loud and all that. I'm pretty sure I scared everybody in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to keep singing with it. 
I think people are starting to get used to it Thanks. now, me dancing and all that to it. So. That's funny. I want to be that worker. Yeah, like be the one that, you know, is dancing joyously. Oh, yeah. I, I'm always Easily. doing that, to be honest with you. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a crappy day. Make it the best you can. Exactly. Be in a real crappy situation. Oh, well, listen to some music, dance about it. <laughs> As a wise man once said, your focus determines reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's yes, the wise that, man? Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. <laughs> Are you surprised that it's Star Wars? No, not at all. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I, I remember very few quotes. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, other than the like pop culture references. but Although I keep seeing uh, TikToks now about some droid that's apparently a mass murderer on the, on the news shows. That caused 50,000 deaths. Chopper? Yeah, Chopper. Oh, yeah. Chopper's a, a cute little R2 unit who oh, looks like yeah. he's just innocent and good little astromech droid. That dude's got such a big body. He's he, an, he is an active terrorist in the canister. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah. He is grumpy, too. Mm. Chopper is a grumpy droid. He's it, an old he, man. Yeah, you need to you need to watch uh, Star Wars Rebels oh, because yeah, that's that's series. the series that he originated in, and he is one of the best characters, hands down. Mm-hmm. No no vocalizer, so he's all beeps and, yeah. and he'll do this with his little arms. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the new ones you could kind of understand what he's saying. Mm. Like yeah. they do his sounds well enough that you could kind of pick up the English on it. I did notice that in Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't Ahsoka seen Ahsoka yet. yet. Yeah. It's good. She's like my favorite character in Star Wars. Sorry, oh, you're, you're gonna not like Grogu. It. No, it's but I love Ahsoka. She has such good character development. She, she's my favorite she used Jedi to be, for uh, sure. Such a very very bratty Anakin. Really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So pouty. Yeah, her character arc is great. And if you really like Ahsoka from Clone Wars, you need to watch Rebels because she comes back into Rebels. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the scene where she uh, fights Anakin again. And oh yeah. Oh, that's such an emotional scene. Yeah. And he's Anakin then, not Darth Vader yet, surely. Yeah. He's still a little bit in there. I you think, saw yeah. the scene where she fought Anakin or Darth Vader? Well, where like uh, she cuts his mask so and his Vader. eye is still... Yeah, Vader. It's Vader. I, was it gold at that point? Was it Sith color when she it saw him? It was Sith yeah, corrupting color. So. Yeah. I still want to say it was Anakin there. It's Vader. Yeah, and if you... Fight if, me. If you, really, <laughs> if you really like Ahsoka, there is a book called Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. The yeah, audiobook original. is narrated by the voice actress. Oh, so it's That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ashley Erickson, I think is her name. I can't remember. I have no but idea. that book is very good. It's on par. It's totally Ahsoka. The canon is a little bit different, I think, in some respects um, than the way they went with some of the shows and stuff. But it takes place, if I remember correctly, it's after Clone Wars, before Rebels, but I didn't read it until after Rebels because I wasn't sure where it fell in the timeline. Mm. But it, it's very, very good. Okay. Very good. Noted. Yeah. yeah My I favorite Jedi. Yeah, I need to watch Rebels. Yeah. It's just I watched the first couple episodes then. It's it hard for me to get into it. Oh. I think it's, it's probably one of those where you got to get past the first few episodes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those cartoon ne- networks and a lot of... I mean, honestly, the Clone Wars was that way. It felt like mm-hmm. just a lot of shows are that way. You got to get past a little, the, a little bit of the cringe. Before yeah, you yeah, and and Rebels is definitely aimed at like grade school kids. Yeah. Oh. So when you 
first get into it, it's not very deep. And then they do handle some like really deep topics. scenarios. Yeah, some topics. It gets deeper. I mean, there's always a little bit of that um, slapstick kid mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. to yeah. it, but it's it gets deeper. And the character development is great. It wasn't Rebels was Ezra when you first like the first couple se- or the first couple episodes when you see Ezra, he has the energy slingshot. slingshot yeah, which I uh, what's wrong with it? So cringe, dude. Let me know. Well, just as energy, you can't grab energy and hold it in a gloved hand like that. Well, what if it was part of the technology? <laughs> he was using the first. Okay, the force I'd go with, but he wasn't even, he didn't realize he was force sensitive at that point. Well, yeah, but he would, he's been doing a lot of things that was force powers, All but right. he didn't realize it. I'll go with that. That makes sense. Like, well, he, what if he did the, some force What jumps? if the gloves are like part of the, what allows him to mm. grab it? I mean, yeah, like, kind of like the so old energy saber. Best star waved, weaved. Huh. Well, it, not necessarily, because if the energy also, beam is set up a particular way with their technology. Who knows what it could be. De- also, that, that slingshot was not like a blaster or anything. That thing was low-powered. <laughs> it's, it's energy. Yeah. Well, true, but it's also a Star Wars universe. Yeah, we're also talking science fiction. I mean, it's also run not by science the mouse. fact. There's a reason it's called science fiction. Yes. You're also talking yes. about the same series. Or series, yeah, series that has the double-bladed lightsabers that they fly around like Mary Poppins with. So. <laughs> Okay, now that's just yeah. ridiculous. That though. that is that part was yeah, like, that no. part was silly. But you haven't seen that far yet. No, oh, that's no. that's way far into Speaking it. Speaking of which, is that's Rebels still. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. There is a similar thing. Have you ever seen Star Wars Visions? Is that kind of like where they do like the offshoot stories? Yeah, yeah. like they do. Like I saw one where it was a, a Sith where she had like kind of an umbrella looking yeah. one. Yeah. And then like she ticked off a samurai looking Sith. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that was a pretty epic. That Whoever was, animated that did a great That's a good job. one. I think yeah. honestly that was one of my favorites. I mean, it's a really beautiful style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some questionable physics like the umbrella. Yeah. But. Still. <laughs> Cool. Still pretty, pretty neat. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. <laughs> Again, you got us there. It's sci-fi. It's that, fantasy. That that episode where the two twins are in space oh and they're gosh. like having that one's a, horrible. That having one's an awful. argument and they're like on top of spaceships out in open space with no fighting. There's fan fictions yeah. and then there's just what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, that, that one was just ridiculous because yeah. that was beyond. There was no technology protecting them. That was yeah, just no, beyond. They, I do got to say, though, Disney did one great thing with Obi-Wan series is when Obi-Wan and Vader slash Anakin were fighting. And uh, Obi-Wan says, I'm I'm sorry to Anakin. And then he goes, "Uh, you didn't fail me. And then it goes, Obi-Wan. You know, Mm -hmm. that whole back and forth from Anakin to Vader thing I thought was really awesome. Then they did the whole tricks to the lightsaber light where it was blue mm. when it was Anakin talking yes. and then you could tell exactly when Vader came back because then the red glow mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they did a great job with that whole scene because yeah. that's that's the same director that did The Mandalorian isn't it? I think so yeah, like that's probably why is, it was good yeah honestly mm. The Mandalorian was the first new Star Wars thing that I was like yes I'm all for mm. this and then 
he did the same thing with Obi-Wan, and he has really good use of colors, getting the emotions across and the I, ideas. Yep. I loved the portrayal of Leia. I loved young mm. Leia. Mm-hmm. I loved yes. how sassy she was. I loved the whole thing. I know there are a lot of people that absolutely hate that version of Leia, but I loved it because I can I can imagine young Leia growing up in, in that situation and being like, nope, I don't want to do this. Right. She's and totally... sure. It seems really yeah. on point for her. Yeah. She... And I, I love the dynamic between her and Obi-Wan. Mm. I love the dynamic because she's like, who are you? And didn't trust him at all. Right. It, it was fantastic. And then, of course, then it, it ties it in because, you know, in A New Hope where she's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yep. So then, you know, yeah, she knew him, knew him. But, right. Know, it was then... just... Real Go cool. to that You're My Only Hope part. I love that. that what, what's that movie? The one where she's recording it. That's A New Hope. No, no, no. Oh, not the, A New the, Hope. The new it's, it's a new movie. It, it, well, it was my son's first movie. was a Star Wars movie. Just saying. Uh, nice. Rogue yes. One? Yes, oh, Rogue, Rogue One. one. They mm-hmm. did a good job on that one, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I multiple times I like got goosebumps and was excited at it. Mm-hmm. And then that whole scene where she's recording it and they're passing it on, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. There there are a couple of things that people are, they dislike it because it's it's basically just a movie to cover up a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a good movie, and I kind of appreciate that they all died at the end. I hated, <laughs> uh, this, is gonna, this is weird for a man to say, but I hated that they just looked at each other at the end and did not kiss because they had this romantic <laughs> vibe the entire time. <laughs> That they never laid it on each other, and yet here's the energy wall of death coming at them. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. I don't know. <laughs> Where's the, that cinematic romantic ending there? Nope, couldn't I, happen. I thought it was fitting for that. Yeah, like cliche or cinematic ending. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of with the them just kind of giving the look of, we did good. Yeah. Here's our death. Oh. Or, or we could have been. <laughs> hey, good job, guy. <laughs> we could have been the best ship. Yeah. And then we die. Yeah. My whole attitude going into that movie was they all better die at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you better wish. Because these characters are nowhere later on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they better all die because yeah. otherwise you're just totally messing up the canon. Yeah, and that is, <laughs> that's kind of the saddest. One of my least favorite things about those kinds of movies is that they stick it in the, in the middle of a timeline. Mm-hmm. It's like reading a book and like the first paragraph or the first chapter, they're about to die and you're like, well, that can't be right. There's like an entire book left, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. A little spoilery, but. Yeah. Have any of you ever, ever done the Aragon series of books? Oh, mm-hmm. so good. I have not. Was I, I the only else. one ticked off at the very end there where Arya just flies away? Right before oh, he finally yeah, about elf. gets to kiss her. I didn't finish the last book. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's been years. It's all good. But it's like. They right... kiss and have happy ending. <laughs> no, they, I haven't read happen. them. I won't remember this later, so it's not going to spoil anything. It's for like me. <laughs> the entire series, he's trying to date Arya. Mm-hmm. And they finally get to the end. She's on. Just say it. She's on her scaly oh, horse right. on her dragon. Oh. He's on his, and he's going off in the boat with all these eggs. And she leans in. They get real close, ready to kiss, and she just flies away. Yeah. Aww. It's like you're, you're like, finally, you're like, finally, he gets the girl. Nope. She's gone. <laughs> I was so mad, but he wrote another book now. So Paolini did, so yeah. kind of oh, excited it, for is that. Is it a continuation? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be with Aragon with the other dragons and I have training to, more writers and stuff. I have to read through those books again then. And his sister wrote kind of series, too, that go with it as well. So oh, Nice. That's cool. 
Yeah, no, I haven't read those books. Those are all on my my to read list, but my to read list has like fourteen hundred books on it. Yeah, I highly is. recommend those <laughs> books. That first book is fantastic. Yeah, she has way too. Much. Love all his battle scenes. Yeah. His battle scenes yes. are great. How how descriptive they are. You could you could visually like mm-hmm. see everything in your head. He's just so good at it. Yeah, good writer, he includes yeah. enough, but he doesn't like you know bombard you with too many details. Like the Lord perfect. of the Rings books, they're walking through the forest for five chapters, and here's this one blade of grass, and here's this other blade of grass. Oh my god, I <laughs> couldn't get into those. I got into the Hobbit, but I couldn't get into the Lord of the Rings books. Yeah. Even the trees in this movie walk. Yeah, yeah. I I reread those books, gosh, a couple of years ago, and I was like, man, it takes so long for him to get from point A to point B, <laughs> and so much happens in between, and I'm just like, okay. For like a good 18-year window, I would read The Hobbit and all of Lord of the Rings during the summer, every summer. Holy mm-hmm. cow. I'm I sorry. love those books so much. That's a lot of reading. That oh, is a lot of time. I, so good. <laughs> I'm probably going to make some people mad, but I didn't like the Hobbit movies because they weren't close enough to the book for me. I, no, I can no, agree. They were, you're, you're, yeah, you're not going to make as many people mad as you think. Yeah. A lot what of people were like, this is ridiculous. Dwarf is Elf Love. Anybody that is a fan of the Hobbit book is not... Yeah, probably going to be excited about those movies. Most yeah. of our friends that really, really like the Hobbit book did not like those movies. So you're mm. probably not in as much of the minority as you think you it's are. Like, no. I, I tick my sister off and my wife off because I'll give them cred because they mm-hmm. like the Hobbit movies so much. I'm like, the book is so much mm-hmm. better. Something yeah. I've said about the the recent Star Wars movies is they're, I think they're awful Star Wars movies. They're okay movies. Yeah. If you like separate them from the actual Star Wars universe, I think they're okay movies on their own. I would say the same thing about the Hobbit movies. I think that, you know, if you ignore everything that you know about Lord of the Rings, it's a decent movie. Yeah. But if if you put it in with everything that you know and love, it's going to flop. But one one thing I will have I do have to say it was last last Jedi that was the one that was so scattered, right? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one is like two different movies going on at the same time, and none of it makes sense. Like the part with Ray and Luke, all of that stuff was golden. Mm-hmm. The yep. rest of it was garbage. It was a garbage movie because yeah. it didn't make sense. It's like we're going to this casino, and then we're going to rescue horses, and we're what are we doing? Yeah, the whole thing was yeah. just It was weird. just because Mark Hamill was there. <laughs> but the the parts with the parts with Ray and Luke those were golden those yeah. were mm-hmm. those parts were fun those were kind of reminiscent of um Luke and Yoda and the mm-hmm. training that that Yoda put Luke through except Luke was a crotchety old bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're... Oops. This is where we have the power of editing. You might have to cut editing. that out. No, I'll leave it in. It'll, it'll be Ruin fine. our clean just, just, rating. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. You can put a beep in there. Yeah, you can beep it out. We can, we can make a funny noise now and put it over it. One hour and 38 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I totally, yeah. I need thought that be, was hilarious, need to be, be honest but, with you. But, but Yoda wasn't that way. He was he was wise and he was actually just like mischievous, whereas right. Luke was just like all grumpy and yeah. He, 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 lost his, he lost his faith is what happened. Mm. So he was just 
Although I can't be the only one that kind of like fangirled out when Yoda appeared in, as a force ghost. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. they knew how to play our buttons and it worked very very well. Yeah, it's yeah. all burning and then there's Yoda's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that part was good too. But yeah, most of that movie was really bad. Mm. The other ones were okay if as movies, but they weren't very good Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, no, that. like. Really hit or miss. They yeah. they tried to capitalize on the franchise and they they flopped big time. Yeah. And I, I, we need a George Lucas. We need a George Lucas. He says he'd come back for the next three if they like oh. let him have full control. Please, full I'm control, hoping that's what he needs. I'm really hoping they do because it's supposed to be like a continuation after the the old original ones apparently. So it's like kind of correct this whole Ray crud that goes on. But I agree with you, though. If you didn't know anything about Star Wars and just saw those movies, you'd probably think those are good movies. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I kind of looked at it from that perspective, too. I'm like, okay, that way, these were pretty good movies, and there were emotional points in it. Yeah. Except the whole, all of a sudden, he he uh, she forced heals him, and then there's been so many like uh, memes yeah. and stuff made out of that where Darth Vader's like, what do you mean, force healing was a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah. for the Jedi. It, the amount of force abilities that they have made is so ridiculous. And I think it was canon. Uh, Force Unleashed. Do you do you are you familiar with the Force Unleashed games? Yeah. There's there's a yeah. I never played it though. That's fair. So the premise is there's a a child that was found with one of the Jedi survivors after Code sixty or Order sixty six. Was this me. with Star Killer? Star Killer. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's Darth Vader's secret apprentice, going to yep. take down the Emperor. This man literally brings a Star Destroyer. Out of orbit of a planet, yep. Just bringing it down with four, uh, you know, with the force and sheer will. Awful. Like <laughs> Chris shaking his head. Yeah, he's got a lot to say we about need, this yeah. game. Yeah, no, that's keep that, shaking. That, your that head. is just garbage. <laughs> that's like new movies garbage. <laughs> and then you, you have Palpatine in the new movie just nuking an entire ar- armada. Really? Okay, but it's Palpatine. I don't know. Palpatine's powerful, but I don't know if... But Starkiller's like, I can bring down a Star Destroyer, and nobody else had ever done that before. Yeah. That's, I'm just like, no. And I'm, this guy could just off Vader and Palpatine if he's that powerful. He wouldn't even have to yeah, try. true. I just it's don't, ridiculous. A lot of the Force powers that they've made up is for cinematic purposes mm-hmm. unless, you know, makes sense. And again, it's fantasy. It's sci-fi. That's fair. But I want there to be rules on my sci-fi. Well, there, there should be balance. <laughs> there yeah. should be balance, especially yeah. with the force. There should be balance in the force. Yes. Yeah. Well, and if, if you don't have that balance in any kind of storytelling, it's like fan fiction. It's just like, oh, I can do this because I'm the author, and it right. happened, yeah. and it just it doesn't make logical sense. Or... Why did I sit in the theater for two hours to watch that garbage? Because it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't oh, go well. The GoBots live action movies. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I think uh, I love how in the Mandalorian though they kind of called out the the scene with Ray where she's like struggling to hold onto a ship as it's flying away, mm. and then the same thing in the Mandalorian. I forget was it season two where a ship starts flying away. Not Mandalorian, Obi Wan. Sorry, oh, okay. Obi Wan. Spoilers. Like, where the ship starts flying away and Vader just grabs it and sets it down. I think they were calling her out on that one. I'm like, that's that's freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Vader's such a bad guy, but he's one of my favorite. Characters. Oh heavens, yes! Like as much as I hated Anakin, it, it's also a good character arc. He has a great redemption story, though. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know when it's a good villain when you love hate that villain. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. so many really oh. good examples. We were talking about this the other day, mm-hmm. and Vader's one of them. I yeah. have a good topic Joffrey. with this. 
Joffrey. Oh, no. I did not like Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey. Joffrey deserved the death. Joffrey's that he got. so terrible. That, oh. Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> From uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Never seen it. I've never seen it. It's either. a book series, but you, there's never also seen it. Never read it. It's yeah, fair. he's After. he's evil. He's a he's a think of like the most spoiled kid you've ever met, and then put them on the throne. Yeah, give them the power to be oh, rich. Oh, I nobility. think I've seen video clips. Yeah, of that. I don't know who you're talking about. Like in the in the series, he's like always got lots of makeup on, and he he looks like a wimpy kid. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to mention General Grievous. Yeah? Yeah, General Grievous. I was always Grievous. sad in the Clone Wars. He he looked like, you know, they made him seem like a villain that's like, ah, I'm twirling my mustache and I'm going to get you later. But He's there got was... a sad <laughs> story. He does have mm. a sad story. But one of my favorite depictions of him that is so underrated, do you guys remember the miniseries cartoon from the, like, mm-hmm. it was mid-2000s? Mm-hmm. It was the first oh. Clone Wars It was series. the shorts. It was the four, yeah. Yeah. first Clone Wars, the shorts. And they set General Grievous up to be this. Oh, he was so bad. He wasn't. It was awesome. It was though. awesome. He wasn't a human. He wasn't a villain. He was a force of nature. Mm-hmm. They set it up like a horror scene instead of a battle scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was amazing. All the Jedi were in uh, crashed wreckage. They were waiting. There's 20 seconds of silence, and then immediately one of the Jedi, they they're stressed out. They yell ignite their lightsaber and run out into the open and immediately gets offed by the big bad, mm-hmm. General Grievous. Uh, and that entire part of that short was General Grievous dunking, as he should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he so was bad. awesome in those shorts. Oh, he was so awesome. I hated him in the movies. I didn't like him in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. This quickly went from a Christian podcast to Star Wars fanboy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> I mean, it could be. That's Tox and Crocs. That's, yeah. that's who we are. ADHD much? <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is the perfect podcast well, Totally for you. acceptable. This is the way. This is the way. Yep. That's the way you do it. <laughs> And other villains that are great, <laughs> you want to want them dead, but they're great. Uh, Negan from mm, Walking Dead mm. is another oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, I he he's I awesome. I, I never got past the that's where he's like the sheriff of that town or whatever, and they got out of it. That's where I stopped watching. Oh, that's fair. Negan Negan in the comic books is a lot more brutal than he is in the. It, graphic novel, sorry, in the graphic novels than he is in the show. Mm. But I have to say that um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan does a phenomenal job portraying that character. Mm-hmm. And I think he has a little tiny little bit of a redemption arc in both the show and the graphic novel. I haven't finished the graphic novel, so I can't be 100% sure in the graphic novel, but um, or the show technically. But... Um, I like that character a lot because his his origins are he was just kind of a jerk, but he was mm-hmm. also like a high school um, coach. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't like a hundred percent a bad guy, but he made some really bad choices. He mm. cheated on his wife, then he found out she had cancer, and then he like tried to br- right the wrongs because his his wife had cancer and like all that stuff happened right before the zombie apocalypse and then he loses his wife and then he loses a bunch of people um that he's trying to protect so then he becomes this like hardened bad guy mm-hmm. in order to protect the people that are around him 
So he has this arc where he's just kind of a jerk, but then he kind of turns it around, and then he kind of goes a little bit too far in trying to protect people. Mm. So the character is really nuanced. He's not, he's really flawed. He's very realistic, mm. I think, and nuanced. So I really like that character because he does have a very interesting arc if you read the Here's Negan um, comic. Mm-hmm. It shows his backstory and stuff. And then they did with the show, they actually did an episode that was dedicated to how he started out and um, when he lost his wife and stuff. That was a little bit different in the comic or in the show than it was in the graphic novel, but it's basically the same idea. That's fair. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we went on a tangent. Yeah. It's a good tangent, oh, though. Yeah, for about 35 minutes or so. <laughs> Gosh, are we at two hours now? Al- almost at two hours. <laughs> I might get us there with this one. I'm going to bring us back to the Christian side of things <laughs> of this fair. podcast. So I wrote down, um, let me read real quick. I'm just going to write down what I re- write down what I wrote, read. I'm going to read what I wrote down. So I said, okay, so we all have heard different stories about the Holy Spirit. Have We've shared with each other things. My question is, have you ever been in a situation or and were going to do something or or frozen? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> going to do something. Oh, okay. Or you're like frozen, like out of fear or something. And I've heard the Holy Spirit tell you what to do or what not to do. And then I wrote to tell myself to give my give an example. Um, so my example would be my sister and I were in a really bad car wreck where we, uh, there was a rollover flip accident on a dirt road to where the trooper, he said we bounced between the two hills and we ended up landing thankfully on the, on our, uh, on our wheels. And when I came to, my sister wasn't next to me anymore. And, um, I'm kind of delirious cause I was knocked out. I remember I smashed the window next to me. Thankfully I was wearing my seatbelt. Otherwise I would have flown out the car and probably got crushed. But I started freaking out because for some reason I thought my nephew Micah was with us because he was a baby at the time. Mm. And I'm like, where is he at? My sister's gone, just freaking out. And then I heard a very loud voice tell me, Jacob, your nephew's not in the car. Your sister's in the back seat. She's going to die if you don't get her out. Bust your door open, open the back door, and pull her out. I followed those instructions, and the doors were, like, caved in, but somehow I still broke them off and carried her out and carried her clear away from the car that was catching on fire. Mm. Wow. It's like I followed the instructions that I was told exactly. So that's one example I have. Mm-hmm. So has anyone else experienced something like that? Uh, not audible voices, but uh, there there are times when God speaks to me and I just know that I know that I know something. Mm-hmm. It's and like your soul. Knows, yeah, it's right? a, it's a, it's deeper than knowing something that you know logically, you know, or mm. emotionally. And in those times, it's I have this anxious anticipation that I need to do something specific, but it's. Not always a, hey, you need to do this right this second. Sometimes it's, okay, I need you to send a letter to this person. Now wait three days. And then I have to wait. And I'm like, what am I supposed to say to this person? You know? And I end up, when he makes me wait, I end up praying for that person for three days and then sending the letter, which is probably why he has me wait. But it's really hard because I'm like, okay, I just want to 
I know you want me to send this to this person. I don't know what you want me to say, but it needs to be said to them and they need to get it right at the right moment. Yeah. And then as soon as God says, okay, go, then I open up my computer and I just type. And sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's two hours, and sometimes it's like four or five pages long. Um, <laughs> but there's never a long revision process. I read through it, and sometimes the information I'm getting is coming so fast that mm-hmm. there's like paragraphs out of order, but I don't change it. You know, yep. I just go in and I go, okay, this paragraph goes up here with this stuff. This is all together, <laughs> you know? So I've, I, there's a very little revision, but I just type and I type mm-hmm. and I type and I type and I type. And sometimes it happens and I'm laying in bed and God's like, okay, send this person a letter. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, I want to do this in the morning. I want to go to sleep. But then God's like, no, 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 you get up and do this right now. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I get up and I type and I type and I type and I type and I type. Because it's, it's this... I I don't know how to describe it. It's besides from, you know, it's the Holy Spirit saying, yeah. hey, this is your job. This is what you need to do. I need you to do this right now. Yeah. And I used to do that years ago when I uh, went to uh, one of the churches in Kansas City, the one that I did all the youth ministry at. Yeah. And that church doesn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit for now. They believe that happened, but they believe that was a thing of the past. So they don't believe in the gift of prophecy. They don't believe in, you know, any any of that. So when God's like, okay, I have a word for this person. This is what this word is. I would write it out. I would give it to <laughs> the pastor. Uh, but God never told me to give hand it directly to him. And I understand why, because he didn't, does not believe in that. So um, I would, he. I worked at the school. I cleaned the school where he was a teacher at. So I would go and leave this note that I wrote him, like in the middle of cleaning, God says, he needs this scripture, he needs this message, put it in his mailbox. Mm -hmm. I'd write it out, I'd fold it in half, I'd stick it in his mailbox. The next time I'd see him, he always avoided me because it freaked him out so much that I knew something that I shouldn't know and that I was telling him something that he was looking for an answer for. And... um, you know, sometimes I'd send him emails and sometimes it was just like a little quick note. But um, it was so funny. It wasn't until years later that my mom says, yeah, Larry told me that you freaked him out. You freaked him out because <laughs> you, he didn't he could never figure out how you knew that he needed to hear that. <laughs> like, mm. oh, come on. You're the pastor. It's the yeah. Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I asked that question is I listen to that, the Help My Own Belief podcast. Mm-hmm. They've had multiple times where people have talked about that they say they've heard the voice of God, mm-hmm. well, the people rebuttal it. Well, how do you know what God sounds like? How mm-hmm. was it actually people, did other, can other people hear it? And what I, what I say is it's audible, but it's not audible mm-hmm. and it, it's different. You like feel it deep in your soul when you're mm-hmm. getting told something. Yeah. Even, even if you like, you're hearing words, it's like, you're not hearing it with your yeah. ears, but you're still hearing it. Yeah. it, it it's, it's a different experience. Yeah. And, and it's always peaceful. Mm-hmm. You always have a sense of peace when it comes over you. I got yelled at once. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's not like it's not like you feel like you're threatened or yeah. terrorized. Right. It's, it's yeah. a peaceful voice, yeah. even though it may be yelling. It's yeah. still peaceful, and yeah, that's important to know. Yep. Yeah. Like some people will say, "Oh, it's just your conscience," or whatever. It's like mm, there's moments where it's like my conscience was not able to right. function in that mm. level, and there's. I'm getting told what to do, and then I just follow that blindly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
like the one um, you weren't there, but Stacy was at the youth conference. Oh yeah. When I gave that deal, when we were talking about depression and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah, I heard I, I was like being yelled at in my head to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you talked about that on season one too. You did. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Dalton. Yeah, 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 I did bring yeah, that one did. up. Yeah. Anyone else? I have one. Uh, just sweet recently, and I mean recently, within like a couple of years. Um, I was going to go for a walk and. The Holy Spirit told me to go over to this particular park and nothing else. So I was like, okay, you know, I, it's quote-unquote along my route, so sure, I'll go there. Long story short, I went there. I met a guy who was a vet who was trying to move to Grand Island, was caught up in the legal process and didn't have a place to stay or any. He's trying to get money, but the process was holding up. So he'd been sleeping in the kids' playground area at that park for like probably a month mm. at night you know he'd wander around during the yeah. day but then he'd go there and sleep at night because it was summer and it wasn't well it was yeah it was summer so it wasn't horrible anyway so i went and talked to him long story short got uh, brought him to the church got him saved first then i called the church brought him to the church because he said that he he wanted to be saved but he also wanted to be baptized and i was like well i can take him to the river and do it myself i know how yeah. to do it but I'd rather have somebody officially do it just because of the nature of the situation. Mm. So I called somebody to church, came here, and very quickly four pastors dived in on this. We took them to somebody's house. We took them to their pool. They baptized. It was a really neat experience to watch. And I haven't seen the guy since, but I know he's saved, and that's all that matters in my mind. Yeah, Yeah. I think you made a really big impact on Nate with that. I think so, too. Because he said something... I don't remember what it was, but he said something that about your faith. Mm. And I I think it had something to do with that. That was the inkling that I got. One of the things that he said to me right after that, after they baptized this gentleman, and we were just kind of standing around, Nate's like, uh, how did he say that? We need... No, that's not how he said it. He said something to the effect of... Uh, we need more people to be brought in like this. And I said, you should be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you know, four or five at a time is not a big deal. Thousands. Are you ready for that, Nate? Yeah. I hope you are. <laughs> well, we can't go to the river right now, but Ellie Ray is pretty full. <laughs> we can do that. Thousands at Ellie Ray. I There's do that. There's a number uh, of people who yeah. have pools that the pastors have access to. Yeah. I'd be willing to be in line and baptizing thousands of people. We have a baptistry now. We, we can do have just a baptistry refill now, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of city water. <laughs> it's for a good cause. Let's go, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like with this podcast, too. There, I've, I told you guys I struggled with it multiple times Like when we were, be- I was between seasons on whether to keep going or not. But before I even started the podcast, like I had a feeling I needed to do something for God, and I was getting to the Bible more, just kind of reading it and be, trying to be in His presence. And I ran in the kitchen one day. Uh, this the word podcast like was really loud to me, and I just looked at one, uh, my wife and I just yelled podcast. She's like, "What?" I'm like, <laughs> "I need to do a podcast. I'm going to call Dalton." And then, then that's how we started that. Mm-hmm. But then I struggled with it on like uh, this summer whether to keep doing it, what, what direction I was going to go. And it's like I felt like I needed to keep going. And then we had the youth conference where 
I want to say it was Pastor John from Kearney had us all separate mm -hmm. and kind of like asking us um, to tell, ask God who we should impact. And at that point, I'm like, should I try to impact my brother who I've mentioned is in prison right now or this person or this person, like trying to figure out, well, who should I go impact? And I, I stopped myself on that thought process. I'm like, who would God want me to impact? And then at that moment, like we're all, we're all have our eyes closed. We're separate from each other. So there's no influence from anybody else. All of a sudden, I started seeing like these hundreds and thousands of faces I've never seen before just start coming into my mind. And it kind of blew me away. It's like, I have no idea who these people were. So I went up to Pastor Holly and told her about it. And she pointed at me and goes, your podcast. I'm like, okay, we'll keep going. Right. I'm supposed yeah. to reach hundreds and thousands of people eventually with it and sure. hopefully help people that way. So I thought that was pretty profound. Mm -hmm. yeah. Holy Spirit moment right there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you should keep doing the podcast until you're told not to. Yep. Yeah. And right now it's go. Yeah. <laughs> and I I will be here for you until I'm told not to be. So <laughs> let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Sorry. go. I, I know that. Oh. Okay. Yep. We've reached two hours. <laughs> Yay. Are we going to beat the Ashley podcast? That was <laughs> 10 more minutes. <laughs> <to> do that. <laughs> I think it's 10 more minutes. It might be 11 more minutes, to be honest with you. I don't remember. I looked at it. I listened to part of it. It sounded good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All I know is we got to the part talking about lobster, <laughs> and I got what? very hungry at work. <laughs> wow. I think my watch is fast, so... My watch says uh, 20 minutes to 8, but I think it's actually 7.30. Yeah, it's 7.31. Yeah, it's 7.31. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That clock is fast by four minutes. <laughs> I keep my watch fast, so I don't, I'm not late for stuff. It's <laughs> a good idea. Honestly, yeah. I think you would enjoy the Help My Own Belief podcast. Yeah. Like, so a lot of the interesting stuff, they pop up all the time, because their their goal is the Help My Own Belief, so it's their... They say, we're the Help My Own Belief podcast, the only podcast made for the, for the unbelievers. So they get on people that are unbelievers of Christianity, or they were and left, or like they're witches, Satanists, atheists, people that talk to aliens, and there's like a whole different deal. It's real interesting to hear from all those people. I'd, I'd recommend it. Hmm. So th let me see here. I'll make sure my sound is off of my laptop. I'm pulling up the last podcast to see how long it is. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't Two remember. hours and 15 minutes okay. and seven seconds. We have <laughs> 14 minutes to go <laughs> to beat Ashley's to podcast. Beat Ashley's I mean, are we looking to beat it? <laughs> we can. doesn't matter to me. More than fair. I don't have anywhere to be. doesn't matter to me. I was going to say, we were at a really nice, natural stopping place there, but mm. that doesn't mean we have to. Does our guest have any cool Holy Spirit stories? Yeah. Let me crank it well, up. Hold on. Here. I can just let her sit in my spot. Yeah, that'll work, too. I don't need that, do I? So the guest oh. is... That's just to let you hear people better. Chris's mom, who is full of wisdom. And I'm All putting right, it on you... camera now. I know. <laughs> got the Yoda shirt, and I guess yes. nickname is Yoda, right? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, wise one. <sighs> All right. Well, one of the things I wanted to share is sometimes the Holy Spirit will move on you, and you don't you know, realize it's the Holy Spirit. Like, twice this has happened to me. 
I've been driving someplace and you go through a little town and you just think, oh, I'm going to stop and get a pop, okay? Mm -hmm. So you stop and you get out and get a pop and you drive on down the road maybe half mile, mile and a half. Mm -hmm. Had you not stopped, you would have been involved in a car accident. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. certainly. And sometimes when, when you really need to just listen to that inner voice, if you want to call it that, but there's something that's saying, you know, go here or go there. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband and I, uh, years ago when we lived, lived someplace else, we used to get on our motorcycle and w we would just kind of want to get away from everybody, you know, and we'd go out to the park. And it was so neat because it would just be my husband and myself who would be talking about, you know, whatever, bills or whatever. Yeah. And the next thing we knew, there would be all these people coming over and talking to us because we were involved in the uh, Christian Motorcycle Association. Okay, and, the CMA. Yeah. And uh, so they would come over and start asking us questions. And pretty soon you'd be leading, you know, praying with people to meet Jesus and stuff like that. And it was like, wow. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we didn't intend that. I mean, that God arranged it. We didn't arrange that. But it, uh, it was fun. And sometimes you just need to, you know, when, when on the inside you feel like, well, maybe I ought to call that person. Yeah. You know, call them. If nothing else, just call them and say, hi, I was thinking about you. And let yep. them lead you where direction you're supposed to go. And honestly, the, the friend of mine, she, she was, felt like she had to call me at one point. If she didn't, I probably wouldn't be here today. Because mm. she kept calling me over and over again. That's when I was getting yelled at to answer the phone. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will yell at you. <laughs> we one time we were sitting. We used to live in a real small town, mm -hmm. and so the restaurant was also the bar. Yep. So if you wanted to take your family out to eat, you went to the restaurant, which is also the bar. And we were sitting in there and eating one night. And there was a young man sitting at the bar, and he came over to me and he said, "Hey, can I talk to you for a minute?" And, sure, you know. And I've known this kid for years and. He says, I've been reading this book. And he says, it's really got me thinking. And I said, about what? And he goes, well, heaven and hell. And I said, okay. He said, he said everybody in my family is going to go to hell. And I said, uh, well, you know, that can change. Mm -hmm. And he said, how? I said, all you have to do is ask Jesus into your life. Exactly. And I said, if you change, they'll see the change in you. And as you change, they will change. Yep. And then they will come to the Lord. And I prayed with him right there in that bar, and that young man received Jesus. That's awesome. And I was just there to have supper, okay? <laughs> so, you know, God can use anybody whenever God wants to. Mm -hmm. In just, any situation. Yes. We just need to get out of his way most <laughs> Amen Yeah, to that that's one. true. That's all. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I love that. Yeah. Stephen All you got to do is ask Jesus. I love it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and we do need to get out of God's way. Most of the time, we're the ones that are stopping yep. the miracle from happening because <laughs> we're too involved in whatever we're doing or thinking about yep. or, you know, just not, not listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Yep. 
Just like people are the major cause of church hurt. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everyone wants to blame God, but no, it's people that did it. Oh, yeah. Stop blaming God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Truth. Yep. (laughs) The truth. This is the way. This is the way. I love that that, that saying because that's what Christianity was originally known as was the way. The way. The way, Mm. yep. So it just makes me think about all the apostles. This is the way, you know. (laughs) It's yeah. just fun. Yeah. Then you imagine a little a baby Grogu or something <laughs> with a, dressed up as an apostle. There's, there's yeah. a Mandalorian in the background. <laughs> you don't have to go far with the robes. Well, it's the right <laughs> desert climate, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't think of that. That's funny. <laughs> which one of the which one of the apostles would be more like? Like a Mandalorian. To have a Mandalorian background. I have to be careful. Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Go Peter. yeah. You know, yeah. sliced off the air. Yeah. I love that oh, yeah. all, all yeah. the 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 three books, and then one of the apostles sliced off the air. Then you get to John. It was Peter. Peter did <laughs> John's it. John's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to love John's writing. <laughs> uh-huh. Or He's two like, of the apostles race to the the stone or whatever, and then John goes. Uh, He's saying Peter raced there, but the apostle that Jesus loved got there first, talking about himself. Yeah, I, you just gotta love the way John uh-huh. John writes because yeah, he calls himself the apostle, the apostle Jesus loved, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Peter came from Mandalore to Argos. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I can't be full on Mandalore here, but you know, this is the way. Yeah, I gotta ask. I think it was today, so I talked about how I have a concealed carry. And most of the time, I will, I will carry it when I'm like not at work or I never never carried it in the church, mm. but um, uh, mainly because I'm not on the security team and mm. I think you should be on that if you're going to carry. But uh, he he's like, well, is that really Christian? I'm like, well, Jesus said if you don't own a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one my opinion on <laughs> on these types of things is. Um, God gives us things to protect ourselves, and if we don't use them, he's not always going to protect us because he gave you that thing right. to protect you. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. there's a, a, a story that's kind of a joke where there's a there's a flood and then somebody comes to the house and says the helicopter said yeah says that there was a you know there's a flood coming you need to evacuate yeah. and the people say oh god will protect us and then they they come with a, a boat and cuz they're on top of the roof and they're like oh god will protect us and then they they you know they drowned yep. and when they get to heaven god's like you know Hey, I, I, put I this in front you, of you. It I was your you, choice. I sent you this guy that, right. you know, came to tell you to evacuate. I sent you a boat. What else did you want, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. It's, it's that whole free will thing there. But yeah. you, you just reminded me of something I've, I've thought about. Before. Am I really loud to you guys? Not terribly, no. 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 Not really. Well, for some reason, my headset seems super loud. <laughs> but um, that reminded me of something like there's a lot of people that say they won't do any kind of medicines or whatnot mm-hmm. because it's man-made. Mm-hmm. Who gave them the knowledge mm-hmm. yeah. to make that medicine? Yeah. And who made those things to exist on the earth mm-hmm. for man to discover and use? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that falls on to, like, I had a conversation with Shawnee one time years ago about how we're made in his image, right? Mm-hmm. 
well, that doesn't mean just like looking like maybe he has our uh, the knowledge and all that. Because they always talk about how we don't use all of our brain, mm -hmm. right. right? So what if like certain knowledge gets unlocked? God says, hey, you know, you've reached level whatever <laughs> right. new ability unlocked. Yeah. And it's like slowly he's giving it to us. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a thought process I had years ago. I'm like, yeah. it kind of makes sense to me because right. like they didn't have all this medicine knowledge at first. Like Leviticus, all mm -hmm. all the stuff that we find easy now, mm -hmm. it's common sense, they had no clue about right. back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, unlocking levels of technology. Yeah. 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 One of the one of the stories in the Bible that I've always enjoyed is when Jesus asked the apostles, you know, to get in the boat and we'll go to the other side, you know, and they start off in the boat, and Jesus isn't in the boat with them, and a storm comes up. Now, they didn't listen to what he said. He said, "Get in the boat and we'll go to the other side." Had they listened to him, they wouldn't have been afraid. Because he, his word said they would go to the other side. And he had to come out and walk across the water and bail them out of their problems, you know. Yeah. And sometimes we miss out on things because we're not listening. Mm. It's true. But that's one of the stories I like. Yeah. It's true. Get out of your own head and just listen to Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's very true. And if if we you know use the things that he gives us, you know, we'll we'll do better, you know. Yeah. yeah. Then mm -hmm. if we don't use the things that he gives us, and I I think sometimes people confuse having faith that God will do something for you with using what God has given you to get through that situation, mm -hmm. because God says he'll get you through that situation, and sometimes he provides you with something specific yeah. to get through that situation and if you're like well god will take care of this and you don't use the resources mm -hmm. that he has given you then you're not going to get through that situation in the same way you might yep. still survive it depending on what the situation is but you may not come out the other side you know the same because yep. you ignored that god said here this is what i have for you i'm going to give you this so that you can get through this situation and you're like oh god will do it god will take care of me i don't need to worry about yeah. this so we need discernment to recognize what god's given us so that we can get through mm -hmm. the situation mm -hmm. It's like God will do His part, but you need to do your part as right, well. Right, exactly. And it's like I there's a, there's something I always say a lot. I always say, um, uh, "Prepare for rain." There's an old story I remember, and I was told this as a kid. It was like in a Bible school or what, a Sunday school, where it's like there was the story of two farmers, one that prepares crops and fields to receive the rain, and one that didn't, one that started irrigating and trying to set all that stuff up. And then the rains came, and the one that didn't like prepare his fields to receive the rain, everything washed away. But the farmer that prepared to receive it, he prospered. Mm -hmm. So it's prepare for rain, prepare for what God's going to give you, and mm -hmm. do everything, do your part mm -hmm. to receive that and use it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's so like I always say to people, prepare for rain. Now I got people at work that every now and again they'll be like, you know what, Jake, prepare for rain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. This is the way. This is the way. Yep. Yeah, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> You've been quiet the past little bit. What's going on in your head? Uh, uh, like I said, or at least going back to the original question was like, uh, how has God intervened, basically? 
Uh, I've really only had one moment where I could definitively chalk it up to it being God, which I'll get to a moment. But I also wanted to address there have been a lot of moments in my life where usually I've chalked it up to coincidence. I've certainly had a couple thoughts of, yeah, if I was uh, a little bit later, I could have gotten into an accident. Yeah. I mean, I nearly got into an accident today, and I'm like, yeah, thankfully that didn't happen. Uh, there are some times I chalk it up to God. That was his wheels. Did you hear that too? Yeah, yeah. I did. Squealing wheels. But a lot of the times I'll think, oh, that was funny that happened. Um, I could certainly see that being God saying, no, it's not his time yet. Yeah. Hold on. But the one time that I could say that I felt God not just walking into a church, I had already described how it felt walking into that kind of atmosphere, is I attended a Sunday service here. I think it was either my first or my second, and I was attending with the leases here, and we were just in the middle of prayer. People were standing up. They were putting hands on people. Yeah. And somebody placed their hand flat across my back. And I now associate the, the flavor of peppermint and the feeling of Vicks VapoRub <laughs> with God, actually. Interesting. Because as soon as the hand touched my back, it felt like somebody had taken their hand full of Vicks VapoRub, slapped it on my bare back, and just kept it there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the strangest thing, because after the prayer, after they removed it, I left the church still feeling the mark on my back, and was like, all right, that's the first time it's actually happened to me. Uh, it was interesting, and later I asked, do you know who did that? And I think it was that man right here. It was. It was a very interesting experience for me, because like, like I said, I've, I've had a lot of things that I could chalk up to maybe just like a regular experience, but that was something supernatural that I could chalk up to a divine being. Was it the right hand? The it was person? the right hand. The, the reason I, I bring that up, on the latest episode on Help Me Unbelief, they bring up, it says a few times in the Bible, God will like touch you with his right hand or whatnot. There's a lot of things that mentions his right hand, and Jesus is at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the right hand. That's a little spooky. Aren't you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed. You're right-handed? I could have sworn you were left-handed. Fair enough. Yeah, so the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. You felt the spirit right there. Yeah, I think so. We prayed for a gentleman one time at a Bible study, and he didn't want anybody to touch him. You know, I, I want to know God's God on my own. I don't want nobody to touch him. Yeah. And we said, okay. So we prayed for him. And after we got done praying, we said, well, did you, you know, what'd you think? And he goes, Oh, it was okay. He says, what you guys said was nice and all that. But he said, who kept messing with my hair? Nobody. And there were six of us there. Nobody had touched him. He said, well, I didn't like it because whoever it was was messing my hair all up. I didn't like that. And nobody had touched him. Nobody. <laughs> God said, here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, sense of humor. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing I've said too. If we're made in His image, we he, we have His humor, and He's got to have a heck of a sense. Oh, of humor. Yeah. I know Without Jesus a doubt. did. I know Jesus had a heck of a sense of humor. Yeah. So. He had to. He created mankind. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We are ridiculous people. <laughs> we are very ridiculous people. <laughs> oh my gosh, for so many reasons. <laughs> Just one thing: armpit hair. Arm- I mean. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> there will be a conversation later about that. <laughs> when we get up there, there will be a couple questions, but in good jest, of course. Yeah, it's like, what's the purpose of armpit hair? I mean. Schmally. Very schmally. <laughs> you know, like what in Europe, they don't use a lot of deodorant, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just gross. I mean, I, I, they I can't get, stand that. I don't know. In the same way that, like, as a kid, and you said you were a Nebraskan, but I'm sure you got used to it a lot because you, you said you were in the sticks. But it used to hate the smell of cow poo. But now as we're driving through or you drive anywhere in Nebraska, you roll down your windows, you take your whiff, you're like, yep, yeah, it's Nebraska. It smells kind of nice, actually. <laughs> and you get used to it so quickly. Get used to yeah. it. The first time my mom and my sister came to Grand Island, they're like, does it always smell like cow poop here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes and it's it beautiful. Well, like, it depends. It depends on the way the wind's blowing. Mm, Sometimes you can smell the factories I was just going to say that. Mm. Oh, smell money. good mm-hmm. gosh, Gibbon. It's yeah. on my that old meat factory. So my grandpa used to ever say was smell that money because mm-hmm. he used to haul cattle too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. some little trucking yep. business. So. Yeah, I've heard that phrase before. Smell oh, that money. Driving yeah. behind a cattle truck and they, yeah. Yeah. What is fun. the factory that we can smell from our house? Sometimes it kind of smells like funyuns. The onion factory. I don't know. Is there an onion factory here? Dude, there's a food factory. It's here. some kind of a food factory. I don't know. It's what? not JVS. Is it the one that caught on fire not too long ago? I have no idea. There's, a, but there's a factory that we can smell sometimes from our house. It smells like Funyuns. Because there's uh, not too long ago it was that first real hot Friday we had a few weeks ago, and I was set up at the Vets Club selling honey, and the fire, all the fire trucks are just wailing past. Oh, so yeah. it's it's there's a food factory out that way. Yeah, That's I don't know. Probably it. I imagine you guys can smell that. Is there a Frito Lay factory? Here? It I have might no be. idea. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't either. know. It smells like Funyuns. That's all I know. That it's sounds a, like Frito-Lay. It's, yeah, it smells like fresh, hot Funyuns when, when, it's blowing, when the wind's blowing that way. And I'm like, that sounds great. It smells good. I'm, I don't really like Funyuns, I don't but like I like Funyuns the smell either. of they it. Always, they always no. taste stale. So they probably are. I don't know a lot of people <laughs> that eat Funyuns. And now I'm more hungry than I was before. <laughs> See, I, I cheated and got two McDoubles before coming. Mm. <laughs> a not healthy, not good tasting food, but it was something and it was fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got McDonald's drinks. Yeah, well, we are at two hours and 20 minutes right now. <laughs> I mean, A, we beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ashley, you're going to have to come back on, and we might have to try to beat this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> goals. Come on, Ashley. We can do it. Gosh, as long as we're not going to do what the WAN show does. Because what they do, they do their sh- their podcast on Friday nights, and sometimes they start really, really late and go for, like, five hours. Oh, <laughs> wow. Cow. I don't know. It's a tech podcast, but. Oh, okay. I'm like, I don't how know. Can you, how can someone talk? That, I mean, if you're really into it, I guess. Yeah. They it, can. I, I listen know. to it every week. I download it off of YouTube and listen to it every week, even though I can listen to it on on Float Plane, which is their premium service. Mm. I usually watch it on YouTube so I can give them the ad revenue. And then they have like a little bit of a pre-show. Sometimes it's a long pre-show <laughs> that is only on their, their premium service. And then I go back and watch the pre-show too. Yeah, but that's fair. But let's yeah, get, let's get, get another mic set up eventually. And then we'll have Ashley on here with... Yes. Yeah. That'd be That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like one of the nice things, uh, and also having Ashley on because she's also part of the friend group, 
It doesn't feel like it's been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel like it's been yeah. two it's, hours. It kind of feels more like 30 minutes, to be honest. Well, that 35, 45 minutes we went Star Wars podcast went pretty quick. Cool, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be honest with you. You could cut those parts out. And no, they're part. staying. Like, they're don't actually staying. cut it out, mind you, but... Attaboy. <laughs> you just have to bleep uh, my bad word. Yeah. I was just saying I mean, you could make is a Star it a Wars bad podcast. word? Really? I don't know. It, I, whether it'll remove your clean rating or not, well, that's... It's kind of hard I, to I say. think it's like a strike thing. You guys, it's like YouTube has strikes. Okay, yeah. actually, yeah. Because if we're talking about YouTube, there are some really weird things. Like, um, for instance, is it for kids? Is it yeah. safe? And, oh, my gosh, the COPA laws? Yeah. Or like, the COPA codes are so weird yeah the <laughs> definition of the word that you said does fit luke oh yeah so <laughs> it's not necessarily a curse word in this instance uh, it's no. just stating the facts his, his dad script. and mom were married so but he didn't know his dad no but <laughs> that doesn't mean anything <laughs> <laughs> by definition it's you're just calling him what he is not cursing. I think him. you need to look up the definition of that word. We have Google, <laughs> a laptop, a phone, a tablet. <laughs> well, and uh, I know with like cursing on YouTube, there it's if it's within the first minute, first yeah, minute, you like can. First minute, yeah. After that, they're like, no, go ahead. I mean, yeah. you can do it within reason, as but a lot of people. Not a lot of it, yeah. A lot of people don't care anymore. <laughs> and they're just like, go support me on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, YouTube basically. Can go, yeah, because it is really difficult to get monetized on YouTube nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I know um, for ad revenue, it is once you get to a thousand subscribers, once you can actually start doing anything. I, with I think there's more, more than, than that because I've got oh, yeah. I've got thirteen hundred subscribers on my beekeeping channel, Maybe and I still can't go for it because. They require four four thousand hours of watch time now mm. within a certain time period, yeah. or it's, it's like. It. And I think it's more than a thousand subscribers now. No, a thousand is, is still. It still yeah, a thousand. Yeah, you need a thousand subs and like four thousand watch hours, or if you do the little clips, mm -hmm. it's like ten thousand watch hours of yeah. that. That's ridiculous. So yeah. yeah, if like that all changed right before I hit a thousand subs. Or before, if they didn't change those rules, I wouldn't have been able to monetize my channel. But I yeah. still can't monetize with 1,300 subscribers. Yeah. You also have to post video a certain number of videos regularly and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Honestly, Patreon is the way to go because a lot of some YouTubers can't do that. Mm -hmm. It's way too strict, and I'm sure, I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming years that YouTube falls out of, you know, popularity and we go to a different site. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's. There's other streaming services like Rumble. Right. So. And I've never heard yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a more conservative leaning. Oh, okay. Um, uh, platform, That's and fine. I think it's easier to monetize on Rumble. Mm. So, you know, I don't know. I know I got an email for this podcast. They're wanting us to put it on their app thing. It's supposed to be a like, way to monetize and all that, but I I looked it up and it seemed like a real scammy. Oh, kind of like they yeah. just wanted your stuff to so they could make money off it. So oh, it's like yeah. not all of them are good. Right. Yeah. Um, can you write down the app name so we don't give them any credit? Because I don't I don't want to say their name or don't or tell it. John later when Do we're not. I'd, I'd have to pull up the email. Okay. To be honest with you, <laughs> they're that unknown. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. So Stacy, I stand corrected. By definition. He wasn't, but he didn't know his parents, so he didn't know if they were married or not. 
<laughs> so technically, in his mind, he could be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We are at two hours, 26 minutes, and 32, 33, 34 seconds. <laughs> I think maybe we just go ahead and wrap this up. It's yeah. 8 o'clock. This has Do been it. a really good session. I've yeah. enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. You got any final thoughts on anything? Uh, Being the guest, I'll give that to you. Nope. I'm having a good time. And yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to have you on again. I really think that'd be cool if we that. get Ashley and him on at the same time. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. And if it's I before you Ashley. get another mic, Chris and I can share a mic. Well, I know Dalton <laughs> said he he might have bought the same mics that I have now. He mm. might have a couple of them. So there's a good chance we'll be able to borrow his. I wouldn't mind buying my own mic as well. Because yeah. I mean I just like this for my own setup. I think before shipping on Amazon it's like hundred and eighty nine dollars. Just for one? For well, it'd be for the headset, mic, and the arm. Okay, that's fair. I think if you take the headset off, you'd take off like 20 bucks. And do the mics come with the cable? The XR you got to get. Okay. Otherwise, it's all just uh, USB. Yeah. Okay, so they come with a USB cable then? Wee, mm. wee, wee, wee. Yeah, they come with a USB cable. Okay. Grand Island's <laughs> finest, everybody. <laughs> we are next to one of the major roads in town. Yeah. Yeah. Something's going on. It's pretty close. I can't hear it in the feed. I think it we just went it. by. I can I can hear it on my. Head. I can okay. hear it in the feed. Yeah, okay. I can hear it in the th- feed. I think it just went by. Well, right yeah. there. Because I saw <laughs> flashy lights by between the blinds. So. All right. Um, you've done the prayer the last few times. Maybe I'll take a turn at it. Go this for time. it. All right. Um, Lord God, thank you today for the company, the conversation. It's been awesome. Like always, uh, as it says in Luke 12, 12, the Holy Spirit will get, give us what to say when it needs to be said, and I fully rely on you for that. I thank you greatly for these people here today, and I can't wait to keep going on this podcast adventure that you put us on. Um, I pray for everyone's safety and that you cover them in your armor of light for protection, and then we all feel your guidance and your presence in all things. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right. Remember, we're on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I have a Twitter, but I don't do anything with it, so don't message me on there. <laughs> Talksandcrocs at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from everybody. Put your comments down below. Send us an email, and we will see you later. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.